Hello, you're very welcome to the Owen O'Neill podcast. It's a series of chats with some people we might find interesting. My friend Adam Shapiro has all the recording gear and all the technology stuff. And uh, I sit down, we'll be chatting to, going around County Clare particularly, and chatting to people we might, we think are interesting, and hopefully you do. If you'd like to donate or contribute to support us in this mission, we'd be delighted. And uh, the PayPal account exists, and hopefully you see it somewhere. everybody you're very welcome i think this is our ninth podcast in the series and uh, i appreciate all the the support and and donations and and encouragement that everybody has been sending adam and myself this evening we've traveled out from we've crossed the border for the first time we've we've left county clare i traveled up from ennis and i went up as far as gart and then i was heading for loch ray and then i took a left turn through a very rural area and then I thought the person I was coming to see lived out in the middle of nowhere. And then I went over a hill and there was Loch Ray and just pulled in. And I'm delighted to be here. And if you hear noise in the, this, there's lovely children here too. And it's lovely to hear them. And uh, I'm in, I've come to visit and have a chat with one of the people I admire most in, in music for lots and lots of reasons. And a man that's been part of the history and part of what's gone on for the last 50 years and he might get a shock when I say 50 but I think 50 would be more 50. close than 40 yeah. Ringo McDonough Johnny McDonough how are you Johnny? How are you going man? How are you doing? You're welcome to County Galway <laughs> Thanks a million for inviting yeah. us into your home and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's lovely it's to, good it's to, to see, see you, you. Yeah. Same as that yeah. 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 Great to see you we haven't met often in, 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 in life but we know each other well somehow Oh we do Yeah, Through the airwaves and Yeah Yeah and the byways and Yeah uh, but anytime mm. we've met I always felt it was like we got stuff done we got stuff talked about and we made yeah, we, yeah. we made the best of it We of continued time. on the conversation that we had 50 years ago Yes <laughs> yes, yes yes And 50 years ago was right um, You're a Galway man Yeah yeah Tell us about it's a different for most people don't even realise what different world we lived in and people lived in in the sixties and the seventies in Ireland. Tell us about being a, a young lad going to school and tell us about how you ended up getting into into music and stuff like that. Well, or how you went wrong and everybody else went right. Tell us, tell us that. <laughs> uh, very easy. Um, well, my school and I have very little to say about it because I was in a, was a Christian Brothers school, and uh, I came out of it full of fear after getting whipped and beaten and various things. And I was out, out of school at 13. I never, re I never did an exam, or I didn't, didn't re really learn anything there. And I wound up, I was working, oh geez, I was working at all these kind of jobs, a bakery and bacon bread and... At 13? Yeah. And uh, I was working, I was working as a, in a laundry company, collecting laundry from door to door and bringing it back the next few days later. I was at loads of things. 
And um, I wound up in that laundry company. Uh, I was became a driver, and I was driving around the country at night and that, collecting from shops and various places. But anyway, I didn't I? I met a girl there. Uh, this is interesting. No, 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 I'm interested. I just want to hear you talk, man. I don't care I what you say. Talked, I, just, I, I just love your accent. I haven't <laughs> talked about this before. But I met this girl uh, while I was up in up, up the country. We say I, I'm not going to name the girl, but anyway, we had um, a relationship, right, an affair. What age do you know? I'm uh, at this stage. I'm just uh, seventeen. Okay, around seventeen, and I. Uh, I wound up, I wound up anyway, myself and herself eloped, as they said at the time, right? We eloped to London, right? Mm-hmm. There's a few funny things happened there when we arrived in London. Uh, Did you tell your parents? Oh, I told my mum, yeah, and that was okay, and, but she hadn't told her parents, you know? So, it, yeah. Um, so anyway, didn't, uh, Jesus, I'll never forget this. We got to a friend of mine's uh, flat, right? And uh, first of all, we not, I knocked at the door at this address and I was looking for this lad, Joe, mm-hmm. a friend of mine from Galway. But Joe wasn't to be had there. She said, there's a Mr. O'Flaherty. I said, oh, that's him, I think, you know. So anyway, she said, he'll be back later on. And uh, so I called back later on anyway and, Joe was there. But as it turned out, there was 20 of them living in the house upstairs and they used to sneak in, Irish guys. They'd sneak in every night and they'd be gone first thing in the morning. And she didn't know about this, right? Right. <laughs> she was a big lady from uh, Jamaica. I'd say she was Jamaican, you know. And uh, <laughs> we, we, had to, we had to stay in the room that day. I'll never forget this. I was dying for a pee and I couldn't leave the room. And there was nothing to pee in. Didn't I open the window, the front window, and I peed out? And what did you clean in the window <laughs> below? And oh my God, the next thing was a big banging on the door, you know? Mm-hmm. And in she burst in the door. And the next thing, you know, who are you? What are you doing here? Blah, 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 you know? And. Uh, the next thing we were turned out, obviously. Mm-hmm. She asked me where to put out the window. I said, it was a bottle of orange. <laughs> so there was no bottle. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> out we went. And then I, the next I remember was that we were all sitting in the pub, 20 fellas Irish guys, mm-hmm. looking for a place to stay for the night and all that. And anyway, that was my first experience in London. But with that girl I discovered last year, right, uh, that I had a child. I only discovered this, uh, I only discovered this last year, this woman contacted me. And uh, I didn't know about this at all, you know. Uh, uh, just didn't happen, you know. We broke up or she left me. Mm-hmm. And, but anyway, as it turned out, it was, it turned out she's my daughter. And we had, uh, we had, uh, what's, what's it called? Tests done. Yes. You know, and all of that, and it proved positive. 
So definitely Steph, my daughter, right? And this woman got in touch with you. She, she called you, got a phone call. Yeah. And what she said? She was <laughs> she explained to me. She said, you don't know me and all of this. I said, no, no, she's English woman, mm -hmm. right? All right. So, um, and she asked me, did I know this girl's name? And I says, yeah, yeah. I said, I know, I remember, you know, we were in London and this, right? And she said, uh, she says, well, she's my mother. And she tells me you're my father. And of course, I was in shock. I didn't know what to do. Jesse mm -hmm. was up the road. You know, it's every musician's fear. Anyone that goes traveling, you know what I mean? Comes back to you 50 years later. Mm -hmm. She's just 50 now. But anyway, uh, I met her. She's come over visit. Lovely. And she's a great, great person. Mm -hmm. She's a great person. Her mother hadn't told her that to, until then that you were. No, that I haven't had any contact no, with the but, mother. But that was that was her mother running oh, told yeah. her a few weeks before this. Yeah, because she had uh, she had a rough beginning. She was telling me, you know, mm. she was given out to she was given to parents that weren't very good, and mm -hmm. you had to take her back and that. But she wound up; she got a degree in Oxford University and all mm -hmm. of this, and uh, she's very bright and intelligent, like myself. Yeah. But, <laughs> and uh, uh, she, I had to put that in. Uh, she, no, I, we, actually she came over here visiting us, right? Mm -hmm. And we were sitting around the table here, as we are, mm. and uh, herself and her husband and her daughter would be my grandchild, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm chatting, and then I was looking at her like, she's a woman of 50, and I was looking mm. at Willow, your own daughter here yeah, now. Yeah, who's like, she was just a year and a bit. Yes. I was comparing their sister's like. Yes. And it's, it's weird. Yes, well. And yeah. then she has, she has uh, four children that are married and they all have kids. You're a great, you're a great grandfather. I'm a you're, great, great you're, grandfather. You're a great, great grandfather. I think so, yeah. <laughs> it's one of them had one recently or something. Yeah. But, and you're a father of a two-year-old. But isn't that great? Yes, I think it's mighty. Yeah, no, it is. It is. I, I think it's very, well, because, very. Because positive. I see, I see you here, and I, I, I've seen a few videos you've done, and I've met yeah. you and, and and your family a little bit, yeah. and it's lovely. And you look like a man that's been through a lot, and has landed landed in a, in a spot where you don't <laughs> want to go through anymore, and you're just kind of happy. Is that right? Uh, yeah, that'd be right. Mm -hmm. It feels well, like most it. of my life. Most of my life, I've been positive. I've yes. always been sort of positive within my head. Uh, even though I didn't know it mm. at the time. Uh, yeah, I've always been positive. When I'm negative, I usually go on the beer, mm -hmm. you know, and I use alcohol as a, like a drug. Yeah. Instead of some people will take a bucket of Valium or something, mm -hmm. right? I wouldn't. I'd go for the top shelf or... I'm going to, I want to talk to you about drink because it's an important part of your life. Yeah. But tell me about the Bowron first. Because I know, I know that they, the W, uh, like there weren't many Bowron players. People no, forget. No, there were like there was in the sixties. No, in the sixties. Yeah, I, uh, I got my first Bowron off uh, Bowron maker Charlie Burns. Yeah, the who, famous Charlie Burns. Yeah, tell me why you got your first Bowron. Where did it? I, w I went to uh, Galway. Is full of music. You're what? You're what? You're at this stage. You're fifteen or sixteen in Galway, are you? Yeah, it was. Um, I was about sixteen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I went to a flag. I went to a flag in Montpellier, mm -hmm. and uh, 
I was watching, there was a session going on, I was watching it, and there was an old guy playing a bow run. And I was just watching him, and I said, Jesus, I can do that, right? Mm. And lo and behold, about an hour later, uh, Charlie Burns came into the pub selling bow runs. Wow. And, Jesus, uh, I said, I want one of them. So you woke up one morning not having no notion about anything to do with bow runs in your world. No. You went off for a, for, for a drive. Uh, and you, you became oh, a girl player. Yeah. I was playing, as it turned out, I was playing, I bought the bowl on, mm. 10 shillings, and, yeah, and he gave me a, a lump of a stick, which was just great at the time. Mm. And anyway, uh, that night, I was playing in this session, and uh, I, I just knew I could do it. Something drew me into it. You know, and uh, I was playing in the session, but there was in that session was Paddy Carty and Peter Broderick. There was Tom McHale, famous whistle player at the time. Died, yeah, uh, there was Paddy Fahey. Mm-hmm. There was uh, who else was there? There was somebody else, but they were all very well-known, famous musicians. Mm-hmm. But you didn't know that. I hadn't a clue yeah, at the yeah. time who the, who they were. I yeah. was sitting down just having the crack, and I was fascinated with this young. Mm. And I brought it home and started practising. I used to be practising the rock and roll music and mm. stuff, and I used to try and imitate what drummers were doing, mm. you know. And uh, I'll, I'll give you an example here, just while I'm at it. Uh, I was playing along with the radio one day, and uh, <clears throat> there was this song come on... Uh, what was his name? Or the American guy, uh, Ruby, Don't Take Your Love to Town. Do you remember who? Yeah, it's a, uh, Kenny, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers, yeah. Yeah, that came on, and there's a drum break in the middle, like, you know, which this is where I learned it. It's like that kind of a. And that, that became your, your big thing. She painted up her lips and rolled them. The first time I, I saw you, John McDonough, yeah. I was in, um, I went to listen to Varna Folk Festival in 19, I'd say it was 1980. Yeah. I'm a bit, I'm a bit, not exactly, it wasn't 81, it was Al Hellbrook, it was in 81. It yeah. could have been 79. Yeah. And I was back from a few years around yeah. Europe, Buskin. And uh, I don't know, I had no interest in going anywhere. I, I, just, I didn't know where I'd be going, definitely yeah. didn't follow the crowd. But I ended up anyway in, in, at the Lisbon Varna Folk Festival. <laughs> and and, and I, there was 20,000, 20,000 in Michael Canavan's field, about two miles outside Doolin, where I, I lived yeah. afterwards for 20 years. Yeah. Um, and and still have a strong association, but the band was there was lots of bands coming on and going off, and but this band was on the stage and um, there was a, there was the, the, the crowd were focused. I think it was nighttime. It was it was it got yeah. dark, and this dude in a white sh- suit stood up and did a barrel solo. And that was you. You stood up and, oh, and, and you did a long Beuron solo. Yeah, you yeah. did a 10 minute Beuron solo. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and everybody was in, nobody wanted you to stop because that was the moment that Liston ran and lit up. Do you know? Yeah. That was the moment yeah. we'd all been waiting for. And that can still happen with a Beuron. Yeah, and that yeah. still happen with people like you. Okay. That you, you might sit there for three weeks, you might do nothing. You might yeah. do nothing every gig. And then some gig, you'll do something. The same as a good horror will. Yeah, grab a grab ball, ball out of the air. Yeah. He won't score the goal. He'll just grab the ball and somehow everybody knows game on. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do. 
Yeah. I remember I threw my jacket. Why are you wearing a white suit? I was wearing a white jacket and I threw it into the audience afterwards <laughs> and uh, forgot me wallet was in it. <laughs> Thanks for God somebody brought it back. Okay. But anyway... Uh, so anyway, you the reason I brought that up was because that was part of that Baron saw very yeah. much what Kenny Rogers was doing, what you just showed us. But um, it was, yeah. But what used to happen in this when I started doing... Solos. It was a bit like showing off. Yeah, yeah, but it was these. And uh, yeah, but I, I'd concentrate so much, and I wouldn't have. I'd never had anything planned. It would just come, you know. And I would sometimes I'd get new tricks and things like that in the middle of a solo or of course, yeah. whatever way my concentration would go, my thinking would go. Mm-hmm. I'd follow it, and uh, sometimes it could go on ten minutes. Yeah, sometimes, no you know, if. If it's not working, I just switch, just turn off. But so let's go back to Galway. There's, can I talk there about Liston Vernon you mentioned? Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, after I got the bow run and all that, right, and I was at home for six months practising and playing, but it was usually, usually rock and roll music I was listening to, you know. And so anyway, I got this notion one day, that uh, the Liston Verna uh, Mating Festival was on, right? <laughs> Matchmaking Festival. Matchmaking. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> September, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I took a trip down there. Jeez, I'll tell you. It was some trip. It was my first outing with a bow run and all of this, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I went down there and I went into this pub and there was an old man playing the accordion in there and there was a few other musicians around but he kind of called me over we saw the bow run and he called me over and I sat down with him and uh, we played and he, he said do you want to stay on here you know well I wound up anyway I stayed in the hotel there mm-hmm. stayed for the whole month was it Mickey Condon? it was Mickey Condon ah, lovely, yeah lovely I stopped mm-hmm. I used to have good fun was it the Bellevue Hotel Johnny? yeah down uh, when you come into the, the square, it's down afterwards, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. Could have, yeah. Yeah, no, that was a while. I mean, I, I came in 1980, so... Bellevue, uh, that's the Bellevue, man. yeah. It, that was insane, by all accounts. I missed all that. But uh, you would have met Michael Hines and Christy Barry as you yeah, had and that, Gucci yeah. Russell and yeah, yeah, yeah. all the gang. They, yeah. were, they were all there and... And you hadn't been in sessions I, much at this stage at all. Never. So no. Billy would have been perfect for you. Oh, jeez, he, he was. so welcoming and he and didn't he, mind. And he, poor man, I tell you... I had great crack with him. I used to feel sorry for him in the mornings, you know, mm-hmm. for the obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'd always get through the day fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was my first experience. I hadn't heard it of dueling until then, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, after that, I started to go down to dueling for a session. Before you'd ever played in Galway? Uh, yeah. And I went down to dueling a couple of times. Pecky Russell would be there, and Michael and Gussie and all the lads. About 73, 74? Uh, about 72, would say. And uh, When you say all the lads, there wasn't that many lads. It was just Willie Shannon, Willie Bill, the Calories, and, 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 That's it, and yeah. Michael and Gussie and yeah, Pecky. It wasn't a... You know, it, wasn't yeah, a it was just local musicians. Yeah, yeah. And one of the one of the things... It was later on that I brought... The Baron into a session in Galway into the cellar bar where mm. Mickey Finn was playing. I was dying to get to Mickey Finn. Yeah, yeah, Mickey was brilliant. Uh, brilliant character, brilliant everything. And 
I don't know, I, I, Mickey asked me to bring in the bowler and I used to sit up listening to him. Was Mickey older than you? Uh, he'd be about the same age. Yeah, yeah. I oh, know. Because he died so young that you'd he, forget. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, he was he about 35, 36? Like, when we talk about Galway, there's much more than music to talk about in my mind because I would, yeah. if, if we're, if, before we get to your career, yeah. um, and I'll jump forward because it's well yeah, into yeah. your career, I would have gone to Galway as a, as a 20-year-old and Jerry Carty and Mickey Finn and then yeah, that would yeah. look after me, me and oh, Tony yeah. Dalton, a banjo player. Tony Dalton, yeah, um, yeah. Hacksaw and all them lads to be there and Najish and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah all these and I was young and I was I was from a middle class background if you yeah, know what I mean yeah, yeah. and I was I was uh, I was well able to have the crack but I wasn't of this that gang you know it, it was well I was of the gang in the end like they allowed yeah, me to be part yeah. of the gang but I knew I was watching something very very special Mickey Finn and you and people like your, yourselves you, you, you were you weren't followers no. In any in any respect, we didn't follow anyone. No, we just no. we went. Uh, we were following the drink. Yeah, yeah. We were having the crack. Yeah, I mean, really good yeah. crack. It was every really good night, crack. night, night, every day and every yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, all day. It was and mostly the cellar before. That's before the you cellar. Went up to up yeah. to um, the the, the Nachtons and and the Mickey's and that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, no, uh, there was. There was, you could tell at the time there was something happening. Looking back on it now, yeah, you can certainly tell there was something happening there. there was so a, almost with a real buzz for you. Oh, it's like, it was like, like the hippie movement in San Francisco, the way things happened. Mm -hmm. And it was... Galway was incredible. Yeah, it was, it was great. Uh, what I liked about Galway then is when I walked down the streets, I knew everyone and everyone mm -hmm. knew me. And yeah. I, I, we all knew each other. It was... Mm -hmm. Small town, you know. Yeah, well, it was it was two and streets really. That for the for the musicians, everybody yeah. was a musician. And you, you, know. had, you had the cellar, and you had Mrs. Collins, and you know, um, it was yeah. It Throw was, a few names out of who was around. Eugene Lamb around that stage. Uh, yeah, Sean he Turner. came around. Sean Terrell. Yeah. Jackie Small. Jackie was Jackie involved in 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 in, in the oh, day to day yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, he was. Really? Yeah. He and was. Tony. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is this is before you. Mick Lally, the you, actor, yeah. would be the singer. Every one of those people is beautiful. Yeah. You know, in the sense that they 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 all drank. Yeah, they all drank. They all drank. And, it was and part of it was, life yeah. at the time. I watched you know? it. Yeah. And it's not. Uh, they weren't all alcoholics or that. They no. would just love drinking. No. And they love fun. You know. Were you an alcoholic? Oh, I, yeah, definitely. At the time? Well, at the time, no. No, you were just... No, no, just yeah. a drinker. And <laughs> no, I, uh, later on in life, when I became very dependent on it, mm -hmm. you know... Did, you were trying to bring that moment to fun back every day with us, maybe? Yeah, and touring particularly uh, would... Uh, you know, you having to get up early and get flights and all of this and everything else and... Waking up and you wouldn't know a country you're in, you know. Yeah. And no, people people don't realise what the amount yeah. of drink. When they talk about drinking, you know, like I was, they wouldn't have considered me a drinker in doing it at all. No. And I would have been drinking from probably six o'clock in the evening to four o'clock the next morning. Yeah. I might drink fifteen pints, and I I wasn't a drinker at all. Know. You know what I mean? Like cheers. Yeah. Like, but there, you know, there are people. That's that, how much drink was involved. In, yeah, in, yeah. And you know. But there's, there's still people like that. Yes, there are. Oh, there is. Yeah. But we're at home these now, days. Yeah, that's one thing about this virus. I, I reckon myself that there'd be a hell of a lot of 
people that weren't alcoholic but mm-hmm. will be yes. because of this because yeah, they're drinking and, at home and, and many, many many women because yeah. wine is probably the most potent of alcohols yeah. you know and, um, but they're like they're not measuring drink at no, home no 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 you know and that's anyway you know what if, I was talking to somebody there recently enough who like myself very similar to myself musician as well and he was saying to me, jeez, I'd love a Gordon of a few pints, you know. And I had a word with him anyway, and I said, no, oh, no, no. But he said, but it wouldn't have been lovely. And I could feel myself the torch coming out. Really? Yeah. So and it never goes away? It does. Most of the time I You wouldn't know. enjoy it now, though, John? No, I wouldn't enjoy it, no. It wouldn't be the same crack as yeah, There'd be no crack. The phone has gone away. The phone has gone away for me. But it has to go out, it has to change. Yeah. Do you know, really, everybody was drinking heavy then, and, 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 and it was normal. But now, yeah. when somebody comes in that's rotten into, yeah. a, into a session, everybody wants to go away. Like, that's know. right. So yeah. it's a, and it's a good thing. But in the 60s, it was part of the music scene. Well, and the 80s. You know, and yeah, Oops, with the it. bands and all this, you were expected to be drinking on stage. And all of this. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, yeah. smoking on stage. Yeah, and all. yeah I, 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 you know, it was it was just part of it. Oh, it was the big. The Dubliners were, were 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 loved because they were in Germany. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and in a way, it 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 is. Uh, you still hear people saying, "Actually, you're not musicians at all. You're drinking orange." You know, you still hear that coming from that that era of of, of you yeah. know that they, I remember they people say, looking at me in Leisureland in Galway and. I had a big pint look like orange, but in fact it was mainly pushing mm-hmm. <laughs> drinking it on stage. People and you see, you build up a tolerance, and it, like you, I could drink a hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. I heard that. You know, and uh, you wouldn't notice on me. Yeah. You know, people wouldn't notice it on me. Uh, the first time I gave up the drink, I had nearly three bottles of whiskey in me. And I went up to the hospital and then... Three to, bottles of whiskey? Yeah. In one day? One day? No, in, say, well, 24 hours, you know. Yeah. You know, up all night and all that. But, uh, you know, you'd, I went up to the hospital and I, I couldn't get drunk. That was the problem. Mm-hmm. And my head was flying all the time and all this. But I, I talked to a doctor up there and... He says, uh, he's, you know, I said, I have a problem with drink. He says, you look all right to me, <laughs> you know. I says, are you joking? And he says, sit down here. So he sent me off to uh, to Bandeslaw, and I spent, I spent, what was this, six or seven weeks there. And it was great. Mm-hmm. Because of course. I learned more, besides being an alcoholic and all this, but I learned more about myself, mm-hmm. who I actually am and... Uh, I was one of these persons that couldn't look in the mirror. But, uh, you know, uh, I after that, I, I'd recommend that for anyone, non-drinkers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... Uh, you learn, really, who, who you are and all of this. And uh, you learn about spiritualism, you know. I'm not, I'm not religious at all. I what does spiritualism mean to you? Uh, it means, uh, to me, it means happy, and it's like, it's like a cloud around me or something. It's just that I'm happy, content inside, deep mm-hmm. in my heart, in my soul, in my mind, mm-hmm. you know. Um, 
it's uh, it's not like a heaven. I don't believe in a heaven or a hell or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my opinion about religion: religion has destroyed this world. Uh, how many people have died because of religions? All the different and even religions. the unhappiness in this country that it brought. Huh? The unhappiness it brought to so many yeah, people. Yeah, I realise because this. we lived in a time growing yeah. up where, where where there was it was rule, you know, it was rule. in yeah. our schools and yeah, still is a little bit. But well, well, I copped on years ago driving around Ireland that the first building you see come into a town or a village is the church, a big massive building. Mm-hmm. What in the name of God is that for? You know, why does that have to be there? It costs a fortune, it costs lives building them and all of this. For a priest to go preaching something that he thinks he knows, we, we don't know what the future brings. We don't know what happens after that. Nobody fucking knows. No. And, uh, like, I just... Uh, I, I noticed that. And the second biggest building in every town and village is the banks. Mm. <laughs> Another shower of fucking crooks, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, which I don't, I don't, uh, I, I try to avoid them, you know. Yeah. But they are all creators. The banks control most of the world, you know. But I like when you, when some people want to talk like that, Yeah. I, I don't like it. But when you talk like that, I like it because you're not angry. Oh, no. You're I, not a bit angry. You can't take it. No, no yeah, no. You're, 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 there's no hatred in you. Yeah. You're just, no. that's the way you feel about it, but it's, you're not spewing venom. No, no. Uh, I learned that, actually, from that time in Vandalus Law. Uh, if you're holding a grudge or if somebody did something nasty to you and all this and you're angry about it, mm-hmm. I was told the best thing to do is say a prayer for them, right? Mm-hmm. But I do my own prayers. I just talk to myself, you know? Mm-hmm. And I forgive them, you know, and I do wind up saying, I should have done what they were doing, you know. Yes. And uh, because that's the, because you have to deal with it, otherwise that'll rot you, you know. Yeah, it will, yeah. 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 No, I'd be aware of that because I have a lot of anger against a lot of things that were there. And, you know, just, I, I, I'd, I'd find it very difficult, not to forgive, but I'd just be full of, you know, like, how come everybody else wouldn't see what I see? I'd be thinking yeah. like that, you know, kicking the wall. But yeah. anyway, let's talk music. You're a 17-year-old you're a player. You've gone down to Liz Doon Varna. Yeah. You've gone to the mating season. And you've, gone, you've met Mickey Conlon. You've met some great people. And then you've gone to the Crane Bar. And, not the Crane Bar. The Cellar. The Cellar Bar. Yeah. And that's where the music happened in the, in the yeah. 70s. We had a corner in there that was known as the Men's Club. We'd be there every day yeah. from lunchtime on. And to closing time, you I know, know yeah. you'd meet every character in Ireland. They'd wind up there, you know. So, had you any any notion that you were going to be a professional musician at this stage? Oh, not at you just worked it no, from day no. to day and having the crack. No, there was no thoughts. So, where did you meet Frankie Gavin? Or how did who was the first event? Well, Alec, you see, Alec and Mickey used to play in the cellar. All right, so you and Alec had, yeah, and uh, a chap who passed away recently, Terry Smith. Yes. Another brilliant, brilliant mm. singer, guitar player. But if it's Dickler or something, Mickey and Terry. Dickler, Dickler Fitz. Dickler. We used to call them, call them Dickler Fitz. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, anyway, the, yeah, it was with them lads that I first started started playing, and then Alec was telling me that there was a session going to happen in Spiddle on a Sunday morning. 
So um, I went out there anyway, and uh, it was a great old session. There was John Lewis and the Lewis, Liam Lewis and Breda, and they were, they, were all, they were little kids at the time, but it was a nice session there. It was great. And then the following Tuesday, I was I went to a cultist session to see what it was about, <laughs> right? Yeah. I didn't know much about cultists, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, so anyway, I uh, I went to the session, and who arrived in but Charlie Piggott, right? And he, was, he had a banjo with him and all this. Which was unusual at the time too. Yeah, yeah. And he sat down beside me, and geez, we got chatting and all this. And we were talking and talking and talking all night. What age are you again, John? There was around nineteen. Uh, well, no, about eighteen, I'd say, mm -hmm. eighteen, something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, then, and what happened then? Uh, oh yeah, Charlie. Anyway, I, uh, I, I wound up. Uh, I, I met him on. Uh, it was a Friday night. And, you know, he was only after moving into Galway that day, and he was. Uh, he was. He had a PhD got in uh, in biochemistry, so he was teaching in the university. So anyway, I met him at the weekend. Well, I met him on the Saturday, and I brought him up to my mother's house for dinner. And my mother and himself got on brilliant and all this. But because uh, a long story short, uh, brought him to Spiddle on the Sunday morning, and. So the next thing we were there, and then the following week, Alec had invited Frankie Gavin. Alec knew Frankie from maybe I don't know. Uh, he used to play piano in in uh, Foster Street, in Fox's Bar, with it, and he played fiddle there as well. And anyway, there was the four of us there, and there was the Lewises and Tom Forging Tom. And uh, we used to have these sessions, and they became very popular. Frankie's about 15, uh, 14? 14, I'd say, because mm -hmm. he was still in school, mm -hmm. right? And uh, anyway, we <clears throat> had the sessions, and there was people coming from all over the place, loads of music. It was brilliant, you know? And it started about 12 in the day, and half 12 when the pub was open, and go on all second day, you know, all night and whatever. But uh, then there was a few lads. Phil Calry from Dublin uh, was down a couple of times. And he he invited us up to Dublin to play in the the what, the Green Linnet Four Club. So we went up anyway, and uh, the four of us. Now, we didn't have a singer, mm -hmm. but Alec uh, invited Eilish Moore, to mm -hmm. join with us. So Eilish came down and she sang with us and we did a couple of gigs. I think around Galway in the cellar bear and places. And anyway, uh, we kind of left it for a while and then my mo my mo mother actually uh, was saying to me uh, about Dolores Kane. She was saying to me about, my mother used to listen to Cayley House. My mother's from Connemara and Cayley House was always on on Saturday night, right? Even when I was a baby, was mm -hmm. you know? And <clears throat> so my mother told me about the two aunts and they had uh, Dolores, their niece Dolores on the radio. So I mentioned this to the lads. And I think Frankie knew of her. Mm -hmm. But uh, I wound up anyway, uh, I wound up uh, bringing her up 
She was in the sugar factory in Toomp. And we met down in Toomacady. We arranged a meeting that weekend in Toomacady. And we were sitting in a field around this field with a big bonfire in the middle, sitting on rocks. It was very kind of Celtic, you know, this in a big... And I said, who was there with Seamus Tansy? <laughs> there was Seamus Tansy and there was a few other musicians, maybe Colin McConnell, I'm not sure. There was a Staunton man, Mary Staunton's father was, was there and a few, a few around. And just at the side of this pub on this big field, beautiful so it was. Uh, Schwambo and Brannock was there, I remember. But they were serving crew beans, big pots of crew beans, right? Pig's feet for anybody from the not from Ireland listening. <laughs> yeah. And they were serving that up, and I remember Tansy eating it. And he <laughs> fucking devoured them down, and the juice going all over his face, and his hands all sticky, and he played the flute. And uh, oh, it was priceless. So anyway, we were there for, we were sitting around, and there was plenty of drink coming at us from all sides. Jesus, that's one thing that was you know, mm-hmm. happening then there. But the next thing, Dolores arrived and I saw her coming into the field and she had these big platforms, like what David Bowie had wearing, mm-hmm. big silver above the knee and a miniskirt mm-hmm. and the most beautiful long, long hair that went way down, like. So she sat down with us anyway and she had the flute and she, we were playing around and then eventually, so one of the lads, Alec, I think, asked her to sing, you know. So she sang anyway, and she sang something like the Ramblin' Irishman. And we knew straight away, like, the sound of the bazooki and her voice was just clicked, you know. Mm-hmm. So we invited her over to Spittle, and she came over the following Tuesday night. And that, that was that. That was the start of Dead Anna, you know. And the chap who, who owned the cruise at the time was um, Kelly, uh, Johnny Kelly. He was from a show band, the Capital Show Band, and he owned the pub. But he had contacts with uh, Polydor, Polygram. And uh, the next thing anyway, he had ring, rang them up and he had told them that there was this band playing in his pub and they should come and hear them and all this. Which they did. Have you a name yet? Uh, we had, uh, we, what were we called? Not the Fair Bullocks, jeez, I forget what it was. But we were driving back to Radio Nagueta to do this programme. Charlie, uh, Charlie Pickett was driving, and Charlie came up with the name, Dead Onan. He came up with two of Dead Onan, the tribe of Dead Onan. And we eventually, we called that for a little while, about uh, four months or something, and then we changed it, shortened it, to just stayed on it. But, um, and we kind of, from there on, we played four clubs and they're going around, you know. But we were recorded, we recorded uh, the first Dead Onan album uh, up, in, up in Dublin. And we went up to Dublin, and Donald Lunny was there, I remember. Now, he's down as producer, but to be honest, uh, we didn't... We, we just said, look, we're sitting around in a circle, and we're playing. Just put a mic in front of each of us, and we'll just play the music. And 
we drove up to Dublin that morning and we left Dublin at four in the evening and the album was done. Really? Yeah. And there was also a single. And, uh, yeah, the whole lot, we just one or two takes to mm-hmm. settle to it, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. And it was fresh and there was nothing rehearsed. We had nothing rehearsed. All and, and that's why it's each, that's each, why it is fresh. Each one of us makes made our own arrangement. Mm-hmm. I would say, I'm not needed there. I come in the next time, you know, around mm-hmm. or whatever. And each one did their own little arrangement and just played. It wasn't thought out. At but all. isn't that isn't that all that's needed still? Like it still, is. isn't it that is. all that's needed? Yeah. It's that's a little bit of a little bit of you know. Yeah. Uh, Hanging and giving space, and uh, yeah. when you do come in somewhere, that it's effective. Yeah, that's but, all that's needed. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know why bands these days to put in this, that, and the other into the music and double tracking and the stuff. It's not it's not as natural as it used to be. And it, it won't have the lasting power of the no. of the Seamus Tansies and the people that just went no, in and no. like you know recording with some. I've been lucky enough to record some of the older people. Yeah, including Michael. And they just did one take, yeah. And it was it was it was just the way it was. Either, you know, right. it, it wasn't the same way as we were playing the second take, but it was exactly who they were yeah. at the time, and it was fine. They never thought that they could do better, like. No, I know. You know, it was four minutes long, and that was it. <laughs> I know, and I'm thinking of something there, but yeah, and that's why. So you drove back to. You must have been delighted with yourselves driving well, we, back we to Galway. Back, we were back in Spital that night having a session and fucking drinking away, and a proper a, band. Oh yeah. And we were, you know, the next thing, the, the album was released and all this. And this, this, there was a single which did very well. What was the called, single? It was the Ramblin' Irish mm-hmm. Man. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was two sets of tunes on the other side of the single. Mm-hmm. But um, I, you said something there now which is very, very interesting to me. And it's something I always think about. You know, when I, I look at people... But albums that last, mm-hmm. you know, I look at like Joe Cooley's album. Mm-hmm. Now, Joe Cooley technically wasn't a brilliant player, but one thing he had was fantastic rhythm, mm-hmm. incredible rhythm. And it came out, it, it came out with his accordion. Everybody, the rhythm is like the way you walk, mm-hmm. you know. As I do explain to me, it's like the sea, the movement of the sea up and down. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, it's like a straight line, you know, classical musicians. Mm-hmm. It's like a straight line. It doesn't flow enough, do you know? It's the way that it flows, mm-hmm. the people's rhythm. Um, and it's not something you can learn. It's like, it's like the way you walk, I say, mm-hmm. you, know, or, uh, you know. And everyone in the world has a different rhythm. Mm-hmm. And Joe Cooley had fantastic rhythm. It not, was not planned, was not learned, and that's what stands out with him. That's his soul, that's his soul coming out. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the same way with Michael Russell. Mm-hmm. Technically not a brilliant, you know, he was brilliant, but one thing he did have was fantastic rhythm. And space. <clears throat> yeah. The, you know, they and didn't cram no, the, they the didn't, music no. into it. But it's just, it's the, for me, as a ballroom player, they were the easiest pe- people to play with. Yeah. I've played with many famous musicians that are technically brilliant and everything else, but uh, I'd find it hard to play with them because the, the rhythm isn't, 
you know, their timing is perfect, yeah. but the rhythm is. I don't know if I, I, I call it a groove. My, I played my groove, every yeah. day. I, I, I was lucky enough every afternoon we'd yeah. play. I, I got, and I learned about oh, groove yeah. with Michael and, and other people, you know, like uh, like that. I, I've had yeah. the opportunity to play with some fantastic traditional musicians, but they wouldn't have the groove I'd, I'd be yeah. comfortable with. Yeah. And I'd know from the first tune you that would, yeah. I'm under pressure here to do something that's not, yeah. that a piano player might do better. Yeah. You know, that, that I, I kind of, I haven't got good rhythm. But well, I, I, yeah, I, I yeah, like I to have, have it, yeah. I, no, I haven't, I haven't. I, 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 but I, I love to put a groove into the music. And I might, it, it might mean you might be losing That's something. That's the rhythm, rhythm, the groove. No, yeah, but um, my rhythm, I might have to sacrifice some music to get to get something nice at yeah, a certain stage yeah. in the tune. You know, I'm not, I'm not problem with that. I'm all right with it. No, your rhythm is very good, and I know that from the past. And um, you know, um, you know, there's. Um, uh, yeah, it's something I I always noticed that some of the some of the guys there's a guy over the road there Connor Tully fiddle player amazing yeah it's such brilliant rhythm as well but amazing and Paddy Fahey I mean Paddy the late Paddy Fahey to me mm-hmm. was the best composer of Irish music fucking for centuries and mm-hmm. centuries mm-hmm. you know he and I sat down with Paddy Fahey and he played for like hours and hours all his own tunes mm-hmm. and he wouldn't he wouldn't say it he wouldn't you know no, did he even put a name on them no he didn't no mm. very young amazing like you know but did Alan had a groove well we had you Charlie had. was the man there in the beginning the, 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 the two tunes where he starts off with the the, the, uh, the what the, the he starts off on the banjo and I think you're in this, uh, oh the, the college in the groves the college, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that is the, one of the iconic moments of banjo history like you know of groove <laughs> it's just, I think Frankie comes in halfway through it yeah. and it's, it's like just beautiful I think that might have been the second album yeah cool. Charlie had a, a lovely because that wasn't that wasn't a common instrument either in, 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 in no Barney McKenna and, and, you know the, 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 the big stars of the banjo yeah. hadn't arrived no Charlie was probably the first to, uh, uh, in his in, in that style Charlie had come from uh, Cove and Cork Mm-hmm. But he had a band down there mm-hmm. in Cork, which was Jackie Daly was in, mm-hmm. and um, Ben Lennon, and uh, they were the Shaskeen, wow. the original Shaskeen from Cork, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, later I found out that, but uh, Charlie has this rhythm. It's freaking, it's amazing, you know. Even mm-hmm. he's playing accordion these days. And it's still, it yeah. plays nice and steady and slow, mm-hmm. but I, I can play with it. Yeah. Uh, it's so easy to, to play with it. It's just... Was well, there another great banjo player out in Spittle, Martin Staun- Staunton? Yeah, yeah. Well, he had a uh, nice style. I remember hearing a record Don, him. Donald Staunton. Donald yeah. Staunton. I heard a record of him and Sean Keane from about 1970. Yeah, it yeah. It was like a very early banjo playing. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. He was brilliant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But you, yeah. you, you, you're... Your what happened then? They got in, you got tours and so what was that? We kind of your television spot, I suppose. Something must have bigger must have happened that you, you, you that you became a real band. That Frankie's still yeah. in school now, I presume. He is. I was, was collecting them from school. Yeah. Did you hear that, Frankie? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, uh, you, you you pick him up after school to go to a gig in Dublin or something, would you? Yeah, yeah, right. and. Uh, 
but uh, I'm trying to remember. We played a lot around Dublin, the meeting place, and uh, and is Alec living in the castle? At this no, stage. no, 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 no. It's living in the. It's a gate lodge in Spittle. Small, right. Oh, so that he's a out in Spittle. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. And uh, coming into Galway. Yeah, he used to have a hundred fifty. Yeah. And, and he was a big man. Incredible character. Yeah. yeah. I just loss. see him now. He had a big yellow coat on, mm-hmm. which reminds me of when I was in Doolan. Right. Just something I'd like to mention. There was the Germans started to arrive after. Oh, when was it late sixties? Maybe mm-hmm. the Germans started. Or they all wore yellow coats, raincoats. The the was in Doolins, they mm-hmm. called them, mm-hmm. you know. But a lot of the country around here at the time used to kind of they were a bit tongue and cheek about them. We were laughing about these Germans mm-hmm. coming, right? Mm-hmm. And then I copped and I said, Jesus, isn't it great? Are these coming just for the music? Mm-hmm. And I thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But a fella that wouldn't be into the music who wouldn't care for this at all. What are all the Germans doing around here? Mm-hmm. You know? But I thought that time when all the Germans arrived was brilliant. And Irish music was beginning to take off in Germany. And most of that was because of Michael. Yeah. You know, Michael was the biggest star in Germany, mm-hmm. by God, I'll tell you. And I saw I've see, saw him there doing we were doing gigs with five thousand people. He'd have them in the palm of his hand, you know. He was amazing. Uh, were you there at the time he went out on the stage? It was one of those uh, Irish traditional music festivals in Germany, and he, he was going to play the Ivy Leaf tune. Oh yeah, and yeah. it was the first tune Adam Adam was here on the on the sound. He's in the room was uh, Adam Shapiro, but um, he, he the old people in Clare would say yeah. the Iwe. Yeah. They wouldn't. They'd say their visas Ws. Yeah. So he 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 finished the tune and he said that was the I will leave. And all the Germans thought he was saying I will leave. So he got an encore <laughs> and a standing yeah. ovation. Everybody went insane. <laughs> like, oh no, you're not going. Yeah. And it's on record actually. It's one yeah, of those. Remember those yeah. uh, pieces that came out of the. Yeah. It's it's a it's a beautiful moment. <laughs> I tell you, myself and Charlie were watching them one night in a big auditorium in Germany. And he started to introduce this tune. I forget what tune, tune it was, but anyway, he had this big long story and he went on and on for five minutes talking about it. And then at the end, he said, I won't play that tune at all, I'll play another one, a different one. <laughs> I was helping Charlie just fell down, we couldn't, it was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. But he was, he was a brilliant, I did two big tours with him over there with the, the Irish Folk Festival mm-hmm. and it was the best fun ever. Um, but uh, that time was, was brilliant. Germany was... That's where I learned to play. I went over to Germany when I was 17. That's yeah. where I learned. There were yeah. Irish musicians living over there. Yeah. Finbar Pender, did you know him, the Baron Fair? Yeah, Pender, all, yeah. All these wild, wild people. But yeah. whatever, whatever town you went into Germany in 1978, you would yeah. meet Irish music. Joe McKenna, not yeah. Joe McKenna, Joe. Uh, there was a little piper. Um, I was a great bunch over there. That's why yeah. I, most of the time I was a butler. But I was also a busker, you know. But I was better at the bottom than busking. <laughs> but um, right, so you're a band now. We're and, a and, band, and, and, and we're travelling. Are you called Ringo straight away? Did somebody put that? I got that name long before the the bow run. Really? really? Yeah. Um, I I used to be banging bartles. These big yeah, bartles. Uh, with two, I had a handle of a brush and I saw that 
and made two sticks out of it. Mm-hmm. And I was banging them out the back. And the neighbours, it was the time the Beatles were starting. So the, the neighbours started calling me Ringo. Mm-hmm. Right? It wasn't, it, it wasn't to do with the bow on bush. It worked. Anyway, it worked for me, and uh, sure, it's great. Yeah. And I love Ringo Starr, the drummer. He's yeah, a yeah, he's, great he's, drummer. He's, he's still going great. Like, he's oh, really yeah. on fire. He's really healthy. Yeah, he's yeah. Fit, you know, oh, he is. Yeah. He'd be 78, 79. Yeah, he's, he's in his 70s anyway. Yeah. Sure, I'd be 70 now in March. Is that right? Yeah. 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 And uh, I still feel like I'm freaking, I don't know, 25. Yeah. You know, but uh, no, uh, the music that time was fantastic. There's no doubt about it. But one thing that was brilliant that time as well is when you went to different parts of the country, the different styles of music mm-hmm. and the different vibes as well. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I used to love going to Clare because I found the people in Clare were really nice and I could get on really well with them. There was, there was uh, what we call uh, the spiritualism was there, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that, you know. Yeah, I could deal with that, yeah. I could, yeah. I could go along with that. And, you know, up in Sligo, it'd be different. It's just a different vibe. Different rhythm too. Different oh, groove, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There is different rhythms, but, mm-hmm. and then you have, you have Sligo Leitrim style, which is, some of it is brilliant rhythm, the flute players. Like he died in all those Oh, yeah. yeah, brilliant. Mm-hmm. I used to play a lot with him. I, I guessed. Mm-hmm. You know, I gave, him, I gave him a lift one day. Mm-hmm. He was heading into, I don't know, one of the towns. I picked him up, he was itching. And uh, he had the flute with him and the pioneer pin. And I I was slagging him about the flute. I was saying, what's that joke there? He didn't know me, you see, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was asking him all this. I said, what are you doing playing that kind of music? You know, it was terrible. And he'd be on to you, oh, it's great, great music, entirely blah, blah, blah. And I let him go and I dropped him outside this pub. And uh, it was in uh, where they have the Carolyn Fest at Keju. Mm-hmm. And then he went and uh, I, I went, I dropped him outside the pub and then he went and I went off park to care and I came back and I went into the pub with the Bowron and uh, he was sitting down with Patsy Handy. The two of them playing, they went over. And Patsy knew me, you know. Patsy, one of my favourite characters, like, you know. Brilliant musician. Uh, and I joined them for the day. Jeez, it was great, mm. you know. But you don't have, it's a different vibe today. Yeah. You don't. You know, as well as that, I... I don't know what it is. I'll tell you something now. I remember... I remember one Saturday in Nocton's pub in Galway and I was in there in the afternoon and there was a few lads, young fellas, playing music. Now I'm not going to say what they were, but um, they, weren't, they weren't from town anyway, from Galway, but they were playing away trad stuff, playing very fast as well, mm. you know. And there was this old man from Connemara, he was sitting up at the thing and he was bag of shopping. He was after coming from the market. And... He, um, uh, he 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 said over to them. He said, "Will you play the Sally Gardens for me?" Mm-hmm. And they they kind of ignored him, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was sort of sitting beside him, and I didn't say anything. And uh, so anyway, then he asked again about maybe ten minutes later, and one of them says, "He said, oh, we don't play that kind of shit, right?" Mm-hmm. And I was furious, like, of course. And the old man, he he just 
got his bag and he was out the door he went. And I went out the door after him and said, well, you don't know me now, but I'm going to make an album for you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I made the album. Arcady? Yeah, The Many Happy Returns. Mm-hmm. Of course, Sonny Gerns. Yeah. Connor Keane played it. Connor, yeah, my buddy Connor. Mm-hmm. I love Connor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and all the tunes that were yeah. on it are from that kind of music. Oh, no, the tunes are great. There's one set, yeah. the first, I think, I don't know, but there's a long yeah. set of all. It's fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. They're all. In, in 20 years' time, in 30 years' time, in 50 years' time, it'll still be fabulous. Oh, yeah. You know? And well, People can, I do recommend it to people that are first getting into the music, you know, Mm. people that want something else besides the Chieftains, they have all the Chieftains albums, Mm. and I say, if you want to get more, Mm a bit more kind of traditional, have a listen to that. But, uh, oh, we're doing a reunion, I'm not not advertising, but we're doing one in in March, uh, down in the Glen Eagle, or... uh, Kerry, the oh, gathering. Yeah, the, the the gathering. gathering. Yeah. That was a good band. Sharon was in that band at the start. I remember the first gig I did with you, Johnny, was a Dublin Folk Festival about, oh, I don't know, was that 1990? Yeah. I don't know what year it was. It was but um, Sean Ryan on the yeah. whistle, Sharon Shannon, yeah. a very young Sharon Shannon, I and know. Uh, yourself and myself. Yeah. And we were a good little band. Yeah, I was delighted with myself to be with three anyway. <laughs> yeah. I felt yeah. I was top, top, top. I felt I'd, like I had oh, never done a thing before. I probably, remember, you know, I yeah. remember that. Yeah, we were. Yeah. I tell you, there was a, we were staying in the Gresham Hotel in Dublin. Yeah, I was yeah. delighted with myself, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, that, that's a that's a while ago. Yeah, that, but that was a great that was, that was a great band. Always, like Katie, there was there yeah. was something going on in that band. Oh, yeah, I know. Was, every lineup, you you played in two bands that have. Especially to Dan, it has such so many changes of lineup. Yeah, yeah. Since that I know. Is that is that what what happens always? Is ha- is it bound to happen it's, to make it interesting to keep it interesting? No, it's kind of usually what happened was the singer would leave. Mm-hmm. In, in the Dan, yeah, yeah. they'd want to pursue a solo career yes, or whatever, you know, yeah. which is fair enough. Mm-hmm. And um, but. Uh, the greatest singers. I mean, with Charlie, Charlie had an accident. Yes, you know, he lost the uh, top of his finger, mm-hmm. and uh, some of them there. Who was the first? Was Char- Dolores and Charlie? Was Dolores yeah. gone before Charlie had his accident? Uh, n- uh, no, that was more or less the same time, was it? Yeah, it was. Um, Dolores left. Uh, well, what happened with Dolores was uh, she was uh, having a relationship with John Faulkner. Mm-hmm. They, they got married and all this, and he, but he was living in England. Yes. So she wanted to move to England with him, so mm-hmm. which she did. And they had a lovely, lovely sound too. Oh, that's yeah. why I heard Brilliant. That's what, that's, yeah. they, I saw Dolores Cade and John Faulkner together in a small little bar Absolutely. in Changed yeah. my life, because John was playing a bazooki. Yeah. You know, really I wasn't, was. I wasn't, um, yeah. When I was listening to Planksy and stuff, it was, yeah. you know, it was the sound. I wasn't listening for bazooki, I was listening for sound yeah. and songs. And uh, it was John Faulkner that made me realise how beautiful oh, yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, it was great. Never, I'll never forget they, it for that. They were brilliant together, you know. Yeah, they were. It was uh, 50 know. people in this little pub in Candle's Light. And yeah. Dolores was played her flute and played all yeah. that. So you the, you have to find, yourself and Alec and Frankie are, 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 are the, yeah. the soul of the of the band. Yeah. Yeah. And more or less, going. and we keep going. And well, Jackie, of course, arrived. Jackie Daly arrived yeah. in, and, and Maura. We, we knew 
we knew Jackie uh, from before and uh, Maura, the lads, uh, Alec and Frankie met Maura, I think maybe in Ennis or something, yeah. you know, and uh, she'd replaced Dolores. Mm-hmm. Right? She joined us a couple of days before we were to go to America on a tour, mm-hmm. right? But anyway, the poor girl was a very innocent girl, and we were worse than the Rolling Stones, I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very bad. But, uh, um, yeah, and I don't know, there was Mary Black then. That's what tour of America? Uh-huh. Is this the first time you went to America? Yeah. Uh, no, it's not, no. First time we went to America was in 76. Uh, Kieran McMahon uh, had organised this uh, thing for the Bicentenary in America and there was the Mullock set and Mike was there and loads of musicians on it, you know. And we were playing uh, in Washington for about a week or so at the on the Mall in Washington, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we toured a bit around Kansas and different places. You're making a living at this stage, you're getting well paid. No, 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 not really. Uh, but anyway, at the end of that trip, that trip was brilliant. It was so much fun with all these other musicians, you know. And, uh, we were all staying in Georgetown University, you know. And the carry-on there was... That's where I met, I met this group of Indians, American Indians. And I used to go over with this old fellow at night and he'd be, he'd be dancing. It was just like Shano's dancing. Jeez, it was brilliant. And um, he was a Navajo, an, old, an older man, ten man. And uh, he, gave me, he gave me some... That's why I got into this jewellery. People asked me about this. It's all Navajo stuff. Um, but I had, I had always great time for the American Indian. I'd have today, like, you know. Mm-hmm. To me, they were... To me, they were the greatest people, well, some of the greatest people that ever lived on this planet. Because mm-hmm. everything they did was for the good of the earth. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they had so much respect. If they, if they killed an animal, they used every bit of the animal. Mm-hmm. You know, every single bit of it. You know, uh, the plants, the flowers, everything. They were very, very... Very spiritual people, they were, mm. you know. Um, and I still, I, 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 I don't like the way they were treated. I don't like the way they've been treated now, but, you know. And we grew up with the movies where they yeah. were the bad guys. Yeah. Mm. You John know. Wayne was the good guy. Yeah, and that's where I kind of copped on at some of these, you know. Yeah. But um, there was a book, uh, Bury My Head at Wounded Knee. Mm-hmm. I remember this book. But I was getting getting back there to America. Yeah, I met I met the, these Indians and I met this gospel group, a black uh, gospel group from uh, Georgia, I think it was. Winnie May Winnie May Smith and her gospel singers, and by geez, they could sing, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Baptists. And they invited me to go to church in Washington. And I went on a Sunday morning. I was the only white guy in the place. And they brought me up the front of Mother of God. Preacher there and everything. And I was sitting there and the next thing she announced she was going to say she about me being there, this guy from her and blah, 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 he plays a drum and all this. And 
she said, we sing a song now from called He's Got a Friend, a James Taylor song, right? Yeah. Well, you want to hear them singing it? Mm. Mother of God. Jesus, I tell you, I was, I was nervous and I was shy. I'm a shy person, really. Mm -hmm. I know we're sitting here because I'm relaxed with you, you know. Uh, a lot of people wouldn't know me that well as a shy guy. Mm -hmm. I'm not shy when I have a load of drink in me. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was, that was one of the greatest things that happened. Do you ever find when, when something, when you're young and something spectacularly friendly and beautiful happens, that it's, it's a loneliness there? Yeah. When you're on your own, you're not sharing with anybody. Yeah. That's sad. That's there. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. I remember being in a Greek island for I was there for five months, and I remember walking about. Um, yeah. Walking about two miles off away from our old civilization, where it was just goats, yeah. and I, looking out at the Aegean Sea. Yeah. The most beautiful. All you could hear was the bells ringing. Of, yeah. of, of, of every, you know, the most beautiful Greek island and uh, Patmos, the island of Patmos, yeah. and um, the sun went down. And I yeah. started bawling, crying, and I probably cried for about two hours. Yeah. I, I, you know, the, the beauty was too much for me. Yeah. It, fi it feels it, to me like that was a kind of were, a moment. Do you know what like, I'm talking about? Yeah, you're crying with happiness. No, right? I wasn't crying with happiness, no. Uh -huh. I, I, I must have been crying because I wasn't sharing it with somebody. I must have been crying for some reason. It wasn't yeah. happiness. It was too much for me. Yeah, I know what you're you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that, that when, I know when that. everything is too good, I'd be the type of fellow, I'd look out at a gig, I'd see a crowd, yeah. and there'd be 50 beautiful people, and there'd be one bollocks in the corner. Yeah. And I'd see the bollocks in the corner, yeah. you know, and I wouldn't, and it would, it would kind of ruin the the, 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 the love and the beauty and everything. And I think like, I kind of, that kind of messes me up in life a D little bit. Distracts you, yeah. No, it just annoys me. It, it, it takes the good out of, out, out of, I don't know, it, it, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Maybe I'm old enough now to, to be able to handle it. No, but, um, I don't know. I, 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 uh, I can't understand I why everybody's it, not nice. I find it, and I've always found it very hard when something really good happens to me. Mm -hmm. That's probably what you're yeah, saying. Maybe, maybe. You know, I do find it I find, because uh, I make little of myself, to be honest. Do you know? Were you brought up to be, not by your parents, but by the way the world was, were you brought up to make little of yourself? Did you not? Did you have no, an inferiority complex or chip in your shoulder or insecurities about who you were? Anything like that? Fears. Yeah. Fears, which I got later in life. Put it down to my first few years in life in school and that mm -hmm. and carrying that fear we were beaten in being, those days yeah we you were beaten were you yeah I was yeah, yeah. hammered like. hammered short trousers with blisters all over my legs and mm. all of that but um, no I found that um, you can oh, I carried that fear on in life for a long long time and afraid of I used to be afraid of God before I caught on that there's no God, you know? Mm -hmm. I was afraid of, I, I was afraid of doing anything wrong and I was afraid of my life of things. And, and that alcohol, later, did that, that alcohol would that was your take way, away yeah. them fears. For, for a certain amount of, a certain many amount years. of times. And, so then, about the and then what would happen in, when your tolerance builds up after years of mm -hmm. drinking and drinking and then you can't get drunk and all of this, then I started getting panic attacks. Mm -hmm. I got these panic attacks and they were vicious. They were, mm -hmm. oh, I wouldn't wish them on anyone. You think you're dying, don't you? Oh, you're, you're sure you're, you're dying. You're, you're positive yeah, you're, you're going. Dying. You could, I could see my heart hopping yes, out yes, here yes. and the head flying millions of miles along. I've been there. And 
you know, I getting I was getting them all the time and uh, all of them, but they all come from fears. Mm-hmm. That's what I figure anyway, and it just happens all of a sudden. When you were drinking heavy, John, yeah, would you you be you, like when you would, did you go on batters that were outrageous batters, or did you was there a time in your life where you're not so much with the music now, but uh, when there wasn't much music going on, would you been drinking, getting out of bed and going drinking? Oh yeah. Uh, getting out, getting of, out of bed would have been hard. Get, get, getting out of bed to cure myself. Yes. To stop the shakes and the yes. hopping in the bed and yes. all of this. Yeah, that would be it. But I was always trying to, I'd be always trying to sober up. I'd always be trying to come down. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I wound up in so many hospitals in so many mm-hmm. places, like in Clare, everywhere, all over the country. Mm-hmm. And I I was in detox, I don't know how many times. But uh, Tell us about I'm, the bad stuff that happened to you. Bad stuff? Yeah, the bad stuff that how the drink fucked you up like. Oh the, it just I uh, it fucked me I up. I mean relationships and friendships and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Marriages. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, well marriages would be a given. Because, yeah. you know, you expect that you're going to fall apart. Yeah. The friendships, old, old friendships and things, that it ever... Yeah, and in fact, uh, well, a lot of people were disappointed in me when I was drinking, yeah. to say the least. This would be after, when they'd you be, got older. Yeah, yeah, they'd be caring for you. I, I know that. But, but to me... I know so many people that care for you. In yeah. those days, I remember everybody... Yeah. But you even to do them on a batter, yeah. and, and people would be ringing me up and yeah. saying, mind John. Yeah, you know, yeah, my, you yeah, know yeah. all over the place. Yeah, you know? yeah. And you feel you feel actually worse then yeah. because it makes the problem a lot worse that you're that I'd be trying to get away from. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'd go off places. I used to go off places where I think I wouldn't be known. Mm-hmm. And geez, there'd always be someone there because you'd always have to find. <laughs> that fucking happened to me once in Kerry. I told to Kerry we did to a hotel, and I was only I was about three months out of a, a unit. <laughs> I was up at the bar drinking large gins and, and uh, vodka and coke would be meeting. And up at the bar and this one came along. How are you, Johnny? You know? There was an, an alcoholics uh, convention going on in the fucking hotel. And, and there was my one, my uh, counsellor. And there, oh, Jesus, talk about walking into it. Down in Kerry, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but you see there's a lot of fun things happen when you drink you know it's not all bad oh, of course yeah. I, geez, I, I used to love it I mean you know um, and uh, it's just now it's like it's a disease and that's it uh, but bad things happening to me I lost my driving licence mm-hmm. because of drink mm-hmm. that's really because I can't walk very far Mm-hmm. Because I've uh, this fucking heart problem, uh, you know. I did, I did triple bypass uh, thirty five years ago, right? The doctors are amazed how I'm still alive, and I've had loads of things. I've had bits of cancer, and I've had, jeez, uh, what was the? I've had uh, this thing in here, the stomach. Gee, what is it called? Oh, I forget. It's the worst pain you can get anyway. Worse than a woman get, get giving birth to a child. Kidney stones? No. Pancreatitis. Really, yeah. 
Yeah. Cancer no, it? no, no, it's well. What happened to me was I was sitting at home one night. I wasn't. I'd been six months off the drink or something, and this pain started down there, and I'd been eating a curry, and I thought it was that, you know, mm-hmm. and it's the pain. It was like you could see it moving up, 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 and then I started going out of breath and everything, and I just ran out the door, jumped into the car, and ran to the hospital. Got drove to the hospital. Mm-hmm. I'd have the windows open, get trying to get air, mm-hmm. and I went, ran into casualty in in a collapse inside in casualty, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought it was telling, it's food poisoning. I remember lying on the table, saying it's food poisoning. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was pancreatitis. They told me afterwards I nearly died. You know, I was in agony. I was on morphine, and it wasn't. You know, big drip of it, and not doing any good for two weeks in agony and uh, but I wouldn't you know the heart operation was easy enough even though it took fucking 10 hours or something you know the recovery was aren't people great the doctors and people yeah yeah oh, yeah they're amazing mm-hmm. I mean you know you, when you say you were 10 hours on an operation somebody was really worried about you they trying to do a really good job you know yeah. like we, we, we take so many people for granted in this world oh I know yeah, yeah. Dr. Nelligan. I remember changing the subject completely. Yeah. I remember you walked into McGann's pub one day. One afternoon, we were having an afternoon session. There was a German fiddle player called Mick Capper. He died young from drinking as well. Yeah. And um, there, there's so many people gone. We talk about that again. But um, you know, we, we were all, I think there was Kevin Griffin and myself and Mick Kappler and mostly Irish except for Mick. But you walked yeah. in with the, with the big man of the Coronation Street. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeff Hughes. And we, the big man of the Coronation Street was one of the most famous people I'd ever meet in those days. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. And yes, we all stopped. We couldn't, we all just couldn't believe it. Mick Copper had no idea why we'd stop. He kept playing his fiddle. <laughs> but uh, the he played the bell on too, didn't he? He did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 but is it, you, you hung out with so many beautiful people in Galway. And I don't mean that in a hippie he, way. But so many people are, are, are not there. Now, when, when you saw them drop, when yeah. you saw people pass away, yeah. in, in, some of them in, in a really awful, awful, death, yeah. slow, mm. horrible. M- M- Mickey, Mickey particularly, yeah. yeah, three months in in the yes. hospital dying. Yes, yes. And from from you, he, he wouldn't have died if he did, if he if he'd stopped drinking. Would, would that be fair? No, no, no. He he wouldn't have. He'd he'd stopped. I met him the day he was going into the hospital, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he, t- he was telling me he was going in and he's stopping us all together, you know, and mm-hmm. he looked sound and everything at the right? time, but the next thing, three days into the into the hospital, his body started rejecting food and everything, you know, and he just mm-hmm. died an awful slow death, you know, and R- really bad. Because he was a lovely, lovely person. Oh, yeah. He was so kind, you know, and a character, and mischievous. Yeah. And I, you, lived, you know? I lived with himself in Corky. Corky was lovely too, yeah. He's dead too, Corky died in a bus story, didn't he? Yeah, at Christmas, going down to visit his mother. He was drinking a bottle of whiskey and he fucking died. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I lived with him for six months. And Mm -hmm. that was interesting, six months. Mm -hmm. But uh, the thing is there, I, like, I mean, you know, you wouldn't be working or you wouldn't be earning much money, but it was always drink. Always free drink everywhere, sure. Yeah. It's crazy, you know. Mm. Um, but anyway, life goes on. 
life goes on is right and you've gone on and, and, and you're playing music you've played with like the most like if you were taking with Tim Whistle players Mary Bergen yeah, and yeah. John Ryan you've made iconic albums you know that that, that will always like no matter how long Irish music yeah. exists you know they done and, and, and yeah. I think they done and had to be like one of the most beautiful sounds that ever ever existed in, in, in most was, of the formations it was really yeah. lovely you know it was different well yeah. the first band was like like a string band yeah you know I enjoyed the band with Johnny Minehan in it you know yes so Johnny is one of my favourite characters of, great ballad singer Oh yeah, you know I know he likes the American style, but yeah. a really great ballad singer. Like in my especially, he's one of the greatest ballad singers. As well, he he would have been one of the first people I got into Sweeney's Men. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. amazing. Yes, you amazing. Know? Terry Woods and Joe. Actually, Dolan. Andy Irvine played with him. That's right. For a while. Oh, he did. I only found that a pure day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. an album, one of the Irish folk festivals, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, he was was there. With, Doing tour in Germany and a few things. Yeah, it was good. But yourself and Alec and Frankie were the, were the stalwarts all the way through it. Yeah. And, and you came and you came and went a few times, did you? I can I left back in when was it? Ninety eight or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. On that, mm -hmm. I it was because uh, I wanted to try and stay sober. I, you know, I'd given up the drinking and everything. Were you getting too much attention by being in a, in a band that you, you were? You yeah, know? well, the whole lifestyle with the band was like meeting all the people that'd be dragging over you and, and trying to have a party with you. Yeah, and back in your hotel room at night to be parties, and mm -hmm. you couldn't get sleep or anything. I found yeah. it very difficult because you're not a young man in 1998. No, you're you know, no. you're mature, forty yeah, yeah. something, late, you know. And I just it wasn't just that. I just was it getting stale of you? I was, I was, no, the whole thing, well, there was something that happened that I, I wasn't particularly fond of. There was, uh, Caroline Lavelle was with us, the cello player. Yeah, yeah. Some members of the band didn't, uh, she didn't think that she deserved the money she was getting. Mm -hmm. I, that band I always treated, that band I wanted to make sure everyone was equal, everyone got the same. And do you think that works, John? Today, like, well, looking back, do you think that works with every band? I mean, it, it, if, if yourself and Alec and, and, and Frankie have put in the work over the years to, to establish a band, yeah. why would somebody that comes in gets, does it deserve the same? Well, they're on the stage and they're on stage for the same amount of time and they're, they're, making, the, they're making the same effort, really. And it's, Is that not ideal? A bit of an idealism kind of thing? I don't know. I mean, I've always treated... I always see everyone equal. Yeah, I understand that, and it's lovely. And, it's lovely. and uh, you know, when I when I formed Arcady and that treat everyone the same, you know, mm -hmm. except I'd be doing most of the work. That's why mm -hmm. there was changes in Arcady and different things. And when I joined Riverdance, the it was because it was easy. Were you on the original night of Riverdance for the Eurovision? No, nothing, no, no. You just joined no, later it was on? About, it was about six months later. Yes. Yeah. Did you have to play live or was it... Was it oh, I did, I played yeah. live. Yeah. And was it Michael Flatley and Gene Butler at the time? No, he was there. He was there for a little while, I mm -hmm. think, yeah. But, um, no, we did uh, We did all around the world and all this. I did four years with him. Were you well paid for that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was really, you know, mm -hmm. 
I wouldn't mind it now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then I started buying instruments, guitars and... Well, I, 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 myself and Adam have noticed we went into the bathroom there and it was full of guitars and oh, barons yeah. and... That's it, not, uh, yeah, it's great to deal in instruments, it's lovely. Yeah. There's a, I was going to open a shop, a music shop in Galway. Mm -hmm. But when I found out what the rates were and the insurance and mm -hmm. all of this and... I just kind of got afraid of it, you know, and I, I kind of have, have them in storage in Galway. Yeah. yeah but, uh, to be honest, Riverdance, uh, I, I, I brought my wife and my daughter with me, you know, and my... On the road? Yeah. So you were sober? Yeah, I was, yeah, and... Uh, Travelling the world now, or were you in your, where were you, were you in a particular yeah. place with Riverdance or everywhere? Everywhere. Mm -hmm. Australia, Japan, New Zealand, all everywhere. All over Europe. Wasn't it fantastic that Ringo McDonough yeah. from Galway? Uh, <laughs> no, really, because yeah. like, like you developed your own style of Bowron playing, yeah. and that's why you were there. Well, Other people. It just, it's just my rhythm, and I just yeah. comes out, came out. I found a way of releasing it. And that was the Boron, you know. If I ask my I've, friend, my I friend, have a lot to thank Charlie Byrne for. Yeah, he got a good Boron. Because yeah, yeah. and they still they still stand out. Oh, I still have them. Do I you? still have the original Boron, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, I think yeah, he's brilliant. Um, but I, I on that river dance, I was very proud of where I came from. Uh, uh, from Shantala, you know, in Galway. Yeah. And I was over in Japan, and the emperor of Japan uh, and his wife uh, wanted to meet me. So I was, I was fucking, I couldn't believe this. I was mm -hmm. going out the door after the gig, right? Mm. And I got these calls, the emperor wants to meet you. Because nobody gets... But the, no, the Baron player is always, is always noticed. Nobody, <laughs> nobody gets to meet him, like... Because you made, you, you gave them, you know, uh, they noticed you, you know. Nah. He had been in Kimbara, right? I remember that, actually. Yeah, 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 he had been, and I don't know if he knew I was... Well, I'd, I'd met him in Kimbara because myself and Charlie played some tunes for him in... In uh, what's his name, Bob? Oh, Green, not Greens. Oh, up the road, I can't think. The ages. Police? Uh, no, no. Up the road, up the road from Mary Greens on the right. Uh, Do you all play Charles? Uh, uh, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I'm only, only going to walk up the road here now, going, going by the post. <laughs> but you, 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 Japan came back into your life again. Here it we did, are, here we are. I didn't know that. Yes. You know, with, yes. uh, at the time. Of course. I hadn't a clue. I was there and happy out. And what happened with Yui? Mm -hmm. uh, I was on the battery again. And so this whole interview was getting, getting drowned out with drink. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, I came out of Coley's pub. Uh, one evening after doing a gig and I saw Yui, she was busking, playing a fiddle and there was mm -hmm. a friend of mine with me. She was playing Irish and I was listening. And I just went over to her and I said to her, I said, I'm going to marry you someday. <laughs> and she looked at me and she was looking, she said, I know you. She said, you're, you're famous and all this. Mm. 
And as it turned out, she had bought the Adonan albums mm-hmm. for the first album she bought in mm-hmm. Japan mm-hmm. to go learn and fiddle. And uh, as it, she had a boyfriend at the time, she was living with someone. But as it turned out, we got married. And you two beautiful children here now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, the thing about her, she reminds me when she's playing like the fiddle of the old boys long ago playing the fiddle. Mm-hmm. That soul is coming out and she's lovely, lovely rhythm. Yes. And nice and steady and easy. And she'll do the same. She was playing mandolin there recently mm-hmm. for me. She, I give her an answer when she can play it. Yes. And she can't read music or anything like that. You know, she, she used to be professional piano player, mm-hmm. but she never couldn't read music. Mm-hmm. She'd fucking just hear the thing once and she'd play it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of the old boys here like that. Yeah, they're all like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... Uh, so you're in a good old spot. You're in a good place here in Lachray. Oh, yeah. County Galway, yeah. Yeah, I've only just moved here. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you... You wake up in the morning, you're in good form. Oh, yeah. I'm warm, I'm out of the old cottages and mm-hmm. stuff like that yes. that I've left behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, How, where's music now in your life? I'm looking forward to uh, getting Arcady there mm-hmm. with Neve Parsons and Connor Kane, Patsy mm-hmm. and Nicola, Nicola Kim there. Great, yeah. They're, we're all getting together, all the gang from that album. Mm-hmm. And we want, to, we want to do work. Yes. All the band is on for us. Of and course. There was a request for us, so that's how it really happened. And I'd be looking forward to that, but we wouldn't be doing the big tours or anything no, like no. that. No, yeah. then days are gone. Mm-hmm. Maybe do the odd festival or something. Yeah, well, whatever you're asked, you need to yeah. figure out if you want to do yeah. it or not. Yeah, well, that's good. But there are... Um, uh, so have you any regrets? Any regrets? Uh... I I regret that I didn't. I regret that I didn't uh, go to school a bit longer. I had to teach myself how to read and write, you know. How do you? And I was practicing with. I was in the laundry company, and I'd be kind of practicing the names and addresses. Mm-hmm. I'd know the name of of the person, and I'd be reading it on the label, mm-hmm. the spelling and stuff like That's that. Really absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And. Uh, I uh, I picked what I know. I, I, and but I'm still shy about writing. If somebody mm-hmm. is watching me write my name, mm-hmm. I get shaky about it. I understand. It's a kind of a, it's a thing that comes from my childhood. Or mm-hmm. No confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish I had more confidence in myself. But I'm in saying that I'm really happy with myself. To be honest, you know, um, I can't complain. I've been thinking a lot these days about death, you know, and death, I'm not afraid of it, you know. There was a time I was afraid of it. Mm-hmm. There was a time that we'd be very afraid of it, you know, it's mm-hmm. probably a time in life. But now I, I've had a very happy life. I've lived longer than I expected to. Uh, I have five kids that I'm proud of. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know where I'm going. I, to me, I'm going out, out into space, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that's it, like, you know. Well, all I know is that you're much loved and admired, and you have, you're, actually, you're really loved. Yeah, but, I know. You know I, 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 would, I wouldn't bullshit you. It's, it's, I, I'm so delighted to be here. 
Oh, I thought that we could, we could chat about a million things. We could, yeah. I could, you know, we could be playing tunes. We could be doing loads of things. We could, <laughs> and and but it didn't matter to me what we chatted about because no. for me, I just wanted to talk to you, and well, I wanted I wanted to be able to document the fact that I've talked to you and yeah. I've shown that you at, at, at sixty nine is it sixty nine years old yeah. seventy uh, in March yeah and you've you've done something for music. I, I remember listening to John Carty album and oh, yourself yeah. and Alec were on it. Yeah. And I never, what I did, what I, it brought home to me that the, 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 what the two of you guys did, yeah. to both you together like that was, yeah. I, I know you did it on Mary Berries, but it was more obvious to me, on, lately on the John, maybe 10 yeah. years ago on John Carty on, it was more obvious to me that you were so remarkable in putting a sound in, yourself and Alec Finn. Had, I had, had, just follow the music. <laughs> yeah, but, but it was a sound, when I hear yeah. it, it's a sound that, yeah. Associate it's Galway, it's yeah. it's it's Gaidan and it's 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 whatever. But it's yours, it's yourself and Alec that might have always got yeah. the, the same credit as Frankie did for for for, for yeah. putting the sound into a into a into a yeah. into our music into a, the world of traditional music. Um, know. You know, it, it 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 was very very obvious to me. It was very beautiful that John Carr. It wasn't one of John Carter's bestsellers, or it certainly oh, didn't seem to me to be one of his big. But it's definitely an album that people should mm. find. If, yeah. if, if, if just to hear yourself and Alec what, what Jackie produces that that uh, blanket of comfort well, that you we had a we had a kind of a thing going without knowing it myself and Alec yeah. well, do, I couldn't tell you what it is but mm. we just had a thing do you miss it? oh I do yeah mm. you know mm. uh, I miss his humour mm. he's a very very funny man yes you know uh, he's the sound he's bazooki was beautiful like you I know I could never figure out what he was doing you know? but it sounded like beautiful just to watch was was uncanny it, it was very simple like it, it, yeah but, but that was so much going on yeah that's he, it he, I think he was because he was a blues player he was doing hammer-ons and pull-offs yeah, yeah. and it was like his left hand was mm. doing more than his right hand which is yeah. usually you know, where, but uh, it, it was beautiful but you've done for Bowron players like it's a it's a big it's a big world of Bowrons now Oh God! Stop! Yeah. <laughs> stop the lights! It's a it's a massive. Do you know what thing. I know? It's like I've been trying to get back there. To, the Bowron, I it's a drum these days. Mm-hmm. It's just not really about it's all this technical bits of wire and screws and fucking. Now okay, I I was involved in the tunable Bowron and all that, but. I have an old Charlie Burden Bowron that I was playing there recently and fucking none of these drums have come anywhere near it, mm. you know, for the sound, for tone. For what you're looking for. Yeah. But I also noticed in your playing recently, the last few times I met you, you're very relaxed and very cool and very cool. And your slow music seems to be, be where you're at. And and and, and, yeah. and 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 your rhythm is like it's, it really. I, I remember meeting your seven breeder Gorman together at a flat. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was she's a brilliant. Yeah. She played a sea flute and you know, and you 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 start playing the bowron and yeah. it was like so beautiful. And yeah. it, um, the thing was, you're gone. You're gone minimalist in the sense yeah. that you're not yeah. you're not doing your oh, no, no, you're, you're no. discovering the the beauty of the simple beat. You or stick, stick with the music you're hearing, with the person you're hearing. You know, and just follow them and listen and listen to them. Yeah. Just get into their soul. That's exactly right. I would say that you know, yeah. Get into their that's yeah. that's, that's a good job, yeah, yeah. You know, and you could hear me playing with her and you mm. could hear me playing with someone else, mm. right? Mm. And I'd be actually playing it would be very different. It's yeah. their rhythm I'm playing. Of course, that's what it has to be. Yeah. Otherwise, you're you're interfering with the musician. But a lot of these guys today are 
guys or girls, they're playing, they're not listening enough to the music, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they've listened too much to themselves, to be honest. And, uh, you know, um, they're, you know, they might listen to the tune, but they're not listening to the person. It's playing the tune, if you understand what I'm saying. I, I do, and I, and I don't. I, I love Berrans. I've always yeah. loved Berrans, and yeah. I think there's very few bad Berrans players now. You know, yeah. I, and there, there are some that wouldn't suit me. They're a bit, yeah. they're a bit too much going on. But um, there, there's yeah, some. There, there, there's a lot of good ones, actually. Yeah, 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 no, really, really good. I know. But like every other instrument, like to me, to me, a Berrans is as valid as a fiddle. There's a lot of fiddle players that I know are brilliant. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I, I, I don't listen to them because it doesn't move. Yeah. They have to be moved. You have to, yeah. I have to be moved. I have to feel something. I can even feel sad. It has or feel, to have soul in it. Feel something. And, and, um, it has to have soul. Music has to have soul for me to be enjoying it. Really, really enjoying it. Yeah. To get and is this what you'll be... The soul you'll be... Does that change with age? In the sense that would you be looking for a, no. a different night? If you were on a stage now with Arcady, you'd be playing the same, the same rhythm, the same drive, the same excitement. Um... Will, will yeah, more so with Arcady than they, than with Dead on it. Yes, because uh, the people in Arcady, the likes of Conor Kane, has fantastic rhythm. Mm-hmm. Angelina Carberry is with with us. Great, she she's fantastic rhythm. Oh, she has it. You know, beautiful. That's a great uh, band. Yeah, they all they all have, mm. and and they're all, you know, it's a. Queer kind of mixture, but we all get on. And would you go into the studio and record a day like you, you, you? Oh yeah, yeah. We'd record. We'd record fairly quick, yeah, rapid, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so would Dead Hannon, you know. Most of the elements didn't take long at all, mm-hmm. you know. You must be very proud of Dead uh, Hannon. You must be very proud of uh, yeah. what, when you listen back and 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 and, and, and the way the effect it had in the west of Ireland more than anywhere the west of Ireland yeah. it's like a it's like a voice of the west almost for me anyway yeah. I think it's the voice of Galway I'd, but also the it's it was part of uh, it was like it was like a camera taking a picture of Galway it's a, mm-hmm. years ago like yes. when it was happening mm-hmm. when it was good doing a gig in Air Square we'd say a free open air gig mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. or one we did in Salt Hill they were really special moments. Yeah. Where you'd have the whole town out. Because most musicians don't get a chance to play in their hometown like you did. No. You but, know? But like I played in the pubs around there for a while. You still do, uh, you know. Yeah, I still do. That's the, and I still yeah. enjoy that. Of course. That's yeah. uh, one thing I, I do. Because this virus thing at the moment, there's no sessions. Mm-hmm. And well, with the two kids, I don't get out much, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but I do miss the sessions and the pubs and that, you know. Yeah, I enjoyed, I loved doing gigs in small pubs with, say, Connor, Connor Cain and say, if yourself came in over mm-hmm. that, you know, that'd be fucking lovely, you know. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I love that album yourself and Connor did. It's my old I think he's playing a lot, a lot of the time. There's a couple he, of, that first track, the main one, the New Moon Meadow and, and, and uh, yeah. uh, I forget the other two, but it, it, it's fantastic. But you know something now, I'll tell you, he got that accordion the night before, the evening before, he bought it on eBay from America, yeah. Louisiana, and he'd never played a single row or whatever. Yeah. And he fucking, uh, he came up here and we went up to the studio to Pat Coyne and we sat down and we didn't know what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. 
and he started off with that. Mm -hmm. But we did the whole album in a, in a day. Yeah. It finished. The whole album was done. Mm -hmm. And we had lunch up there and we had parents buds for us and all this. And uh, it was great, like. Yeah. Well, it was, it was kind of happy doing it. We mm -hmm. don't care that much about finicky around sound and stuff like that. No, it, if it sounds okay, it's okay. You know, it's, yeah, it's yeah. great. If it moves you, it moves you. Like, sure, the, some of those old recordings yeah. that were, were done on... Like, I do a radio show and I ask people to record something on their kitchen table Yeah. and, and send it in, you know, people, I'd ask yeah. friends of mine to do it. You know, people I really yeah. admire to those. And I remember getting um, Mona, Mona Conlon and her brother Johnny Conlon. Oh, yeah. uh, Mona's a barrel-on player and a singer yeah. and... and, and um, they recorded up in Ballinalacken near near between us oh, and yeah, Ireland, yeah. where between us from. Yeah. And uh, to me, it's one of the most valuable recordings I have. Yeah, yeah. And I was done with a tape, tape recorder on the table. Absolutely. Because I couldn't give a fuck about about uh, mm. it, it. Has to, if it works, it works. Yeah. It, it, you know, Tommy Peoples, I I, I think what, what, the Quiet Glen, I think himself and Alfie had a recording. Maybe Matt Purser or somebody set it up uh, in the in the house, mm. and it's a phenomenal recording. Absolutely. You know, yeah. You, you know. You don't need to do all this going into studio and rehearsing for weeks it takes all the goodness out of the music some people don't Woody Guthrie I think did about 30 songs in, in, in yeah. 3 hours yeah. you know that, that we listen to all the time if yeah, you're yeah. true Woody Guthrie yeah. Johnny I I, I, uh, I love you I love you too I love <laughs> you I, I, no I, I, I met you in in, in, yeah, in, no. in, in in the south of France we, there and I I, I, I couldn't I, I knew you but I we, we had nothing to do all day except to, to talk coffee and drink coffee. We came drank so out to shag and coffee. Yeah. But we also, the, the, the musicians at, the, at this little beautiful festival in, in, in the south of France, they, they were allowed to ask up whoever they wanted. And we were, the two of us were asked everybody wanted yourself and myself. So we were on the stage all day long. That's right, yeah. Deborah Bourne was there, Florian and Quentin and, and Yvonne Queely, my friend. Oh, yeah. And I, geez, I, well, I enjoyed every minute of it. But I, you were, you were, you were, you know, you were sitting back and you were talking and you were full of opinions and I'd never agreed with somebody before, you see. I, was, I wasn't <laughs> used to agreeing with somebody, you know. For me, it was a new, a new yeah. concept. I thought I was the only one that thought yeah. like that, you know, that, that this has to be beautiful or it's not worth a fuck. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, if it's not yeah. beautiful, it's not important to me. I know. And I, know uh, what you mean. I think you've made more music beautiful with that bear on. Uh, no, no and know. I'm not lost. You have no intentions of... of no, of, I know that. You know, I, <laughs> I'm trying to finish the interview, but we could go for another five hours, and we could do another one every night, you know. Uh, no, no. But, but you know, uh, there's you, you, there's so much. No, that you, I I enjoyed part chatting to you at that time over in France. Mm -hmm. We we got a chance to talk, mm -hmm. and there was loads of times we didn't do it that we met each other. We, we wouldn't be talking that. No, much. no, we'd be, playing, be playing music, yeah, yeah. you know. And you were drinking, and, and I'd be running away from you because I, I, oh, I yeah. you know, uh, half the country <laughs> be running away from you, and you'd have to be running towards you. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get it into you, Johnny, and yeah, then yeah. others will be going out the back yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, I must say, though, I've, I have enjoyed my life, you know. Yeah, I'm happy out these days, you know. And listen, thanks for coming up from County Clare over the border to Galway. Thanks, and... It was nice of Adam to drop up as well. He's, Adam's here doing sound. And yeah, I, no, I was asking him, was he a relation of Helen Shapiro? No, the young, young singer, yeah. yeah probably she, is. She was a brilliant singer, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably somewhere along the line, if you go back far enough, yeah. Yeah. Where was your father from? 
It's from Galway City. And you were, brought up, you, you were brought in and brought up in the, in the centre of the city? Yeah, right just around the corner from the Crane there. And then I went to St John's Terrace there. And then I, uh, when I was about four, we moved to Chantilly. So Chantilly is where you were up? Oh, yeah. Mm. And uh, that's a good old place. A lot of people into music up there. It's a natural it's, thing, Galway. Even, yeah. the, even the way you talk is full of music, you know? No, there's uh, a Chantilly accent. There's yeah. a Chantal accent, a clad accent. Have you put one of you got? The Chantal one, yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course, um, no, there was lots of good musicians there, you know, and uh, at the beginning it was a bit, it was kind of rough like most housing estates, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's people grow up and stuff. It's a great place to live now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of musicians moving in there now, you know. I don't know why. It's a good vibe. Do you, do, you, do you enjoy walking down Chop Street now in Galway? Not as much. Well, I, I know. I like... But every week yeah, change, I everything like, changes. Do you know like. what I like? I was, uh, the last time I was in Galway, it's been a while now, but I liked, I, I had Willow in the pram with me. Mm-hmm. And I was walking up Key Street and all of that, and all the people just coming and stopping and saying... Mm-hmm. Some people thought this was my grandchild. Of course. You yeah. know, I said, no, it's my daughter. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, I, I'd be very proud mm-hmm. there then, you know. And I'd meet a lot of people there that I'd know. But you, you, you should also be very, very proud that you're such a pleasant person after coming no, through. No, 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 after coming through what you came through with, with, with all the places you've been, mm. with all the with anxiety, with all the alcohol, yeah. with all the, 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 the lifestyle of a fucking musician. And, 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 and oh. you, know, you know, you should be very, very proud of what, what you've done to, for, okay, for, yeah. for Galway, you know, yeah. and for, for music. Yeah, but your music kept us going. It's, yeah, great, but, it's a great healer as well, you see. Yeah, but you're a very well player. You kept no. us all going too. And, 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 and you mm-hmm. made people play better. You put people in a comfort zone. And, and, oh, I, and, I you, like and to. you still do. Oh, yeah. And that, and that's I, like, I encourage people all the time with music. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, to be honest with you, no, I don't like sometimes in the session if a fella comes in and some of the musicians don't like the person's playing or something. Mm-hmm. That gets to me. Me too. I fucking hate it. See, I love agreeing with you, yes. Yeah, <laughs> because I, I, they're entitled to, to come and play and play whatever they want. And mm-hmm. in most cases, they're actually better than the people that are saying this, but the people don't realise it. And yeah. But their a session is a session and everybody should be welcome. And people can be too good as well. They can be it's so good the, that, they're, that they're missing on the, the basic yeah. rhythm, as we notice. Yeah. They might have all the triplets and all the roles and, and they're throwing all that stuff in and the crowd mm-hmm. might love them and you and me are stuck because we can't find a niche. Anything. We can't get in there. Yeah. But and the, I, that's the, happened to me with the best, most renowned musicians in the country. Oh, yeah. I, I have know. to run and be embarrassed because I, you know... I just, oh, but I, I, I don't know. I like to welcome everyone into a session. In the old days, back in the 60s and all this, if you walked into an instrument... Well, at the beginning of, they didn't like ballroom players, to be honest. And a few times I was told, look, we don't like ballroom players here. But we got over that. Yeah, but you did, and, and you helped. You helped that. But the, the, most people would, in the old days, they'd invite you in to play, and they'd say to you, "Here, start to tune there." The old lads would, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. There was a, there was a great old vibe of them. They'd encourage people, you know, the older lads, you know. Yeah, I think I think that's that's important. I think 
I think yeah. that's actually probably the most valuable uh, no. for me. It's everything. It's uh, if you, if you see something worth encouraging, like some people are encouraged at home and encouraged in school, and I kind of like to look for the person that 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 might be a little bit shy. If, yeah. You know, and I think you're a bit like that, and and and, and, and get great pleasure out of, of, of yeah. showing them that they're it's that like, they're actually very good. It's like the other day I came across this girl from Dublin, a young girl who's I think she's like fifteen or sixteen. She was playing the guitar, singing blues song, right? And pick, picking blues song. Jesus Christ, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's not something, Jesus, not something you can learn. That's right. She was singing, uh, it wasn't a Mississippi John Hurt song or... Uh, I think it was Robert Johnson's song. I think you Robert, put it, yeah, you, no, put it, you, put it, you put it up on... on I did. Yeah, I loved it, yeah. Yeah, but like, the way she, the way she actually sings it and plays it, it's like the purest of pure tra- tradition. Isn't that remarkable that, that, that uh, it's in people? Like, blues would be the same as trad and jazz yeah. and all those things. Everybody's around yeah. it. But when you do hear somebody that you were, how did they get such soul? How can yeah. they play that tune That's why and make me cry? When, 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 when they have never heard, uh, you know, yeah. Joe Ryan or they've never heard Bobby Casey and yeah. all of a sudden there's some 50... And there, I mean, you, you, there's, there's things wrong with the way the music is now, but there's also things right with it. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of lovely, 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 slow... Players, yeah. Players that are very, very intuitive. And yeah. I mean, I know myself, say, Willie Clancy, we've the side room and Friels there would be yeah. full of really nice... Yeah, and yeah. It's a session... Hickey yeah. unit, Derek, yeah. you know, that you played with. And, and there'd be, a, an, a, and there'd be a, a rhythm that would last all day. And all, yeah. You know, yeah. it doesn't get any, you know, that you can last mm. forever because nobody's yeah, getting too excited. But the tune is everything. But I said it. But sure, I even, I was in Japan there, uh, uh, last year. And I uh, went over and did a few workshops where we were very, very good, very successful. And, uh, but anyway, I was kind of asked to do a concert and I put a, a band together, a Japanese band, playing Irish music, and it was fucking brilliant. Oh, I know, I know, yeah. And we, they, they asked me to write out a list of tunes and all this, and I made up these sets of tunes, mm-hmm. simple enough tunes that I thought. Mm-hmm. But they, they all learned them all, and they all, and we got together, and we did this concert, and it was fucking brilliant, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I couldn't believe it. Like, but it's not lovely that the world is. But I was the, thinking the way the music has travelled. And but you're responsible for that. No, but you're, the you're, way these guys now would know, they'd know everything about their instrument, that yeah. where, who was good at it, say, mm-hmm. Brian McGrathy and John Carty, they know all of this, they know all the tunes. They do all the research and everything else. And just a lot of them there have really great rhythm when they're playing. Their own free way, yeah. I'd be very aware of Japanese players, very aware. Yeah. There's a, there's a soul there too. There's a sadness in there too, you know. The, they play yeah. the Paddy Fatty the, the music. Yeah, the yeah. Players and oh, they, yeah. they actually get the sadness. You know, there's some mm-hmm. the G minor thing, you know, the F, the all those. That's right. You know, yeah. that, that, there's that touch of sadness. It's yeah. lovely, it's beautiful. Yeah, there's a, a band there. They do an Irish song, man. Jeez, I can't remember. Oh, Humbert. Humbert. Humbert Humbert. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of them? No. They do. If you if you Google it and look up the song Megillamere. Oh, yeah. They sing it in Japanese. Oh, wow. 
and he plays the fiddle and she plays harmonica, but she sings it. The fucking brilliant, it's class version of it. Is it a lovely thing that the music that you, 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 you played in Galway is now music for everybody all over the world? It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's belong to everybody. It is, yeah. If they respect us, it's, uh, no matter where it's, you, you sit now, you can, you can play with really good musicians and you can uh, see really good musicians, you know? I, sometimes I like playing with really bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like to. I like to mix it up. I, I don't know. I often think of the people gone, that the old boys that com- compose all these tunes. Mm. When Paddy Faye passed away there, I was thinking mm. of this. Who composed the Sally Gardens? Who composed mm. all these? You know, mm-hmm. they composed tunes that would last, mm-hmm. you know. And, yeah. and they probably didn't, well, they wouldn't have realised it at the time, you know. Uh, Besides a lot of the tunes that are being composed now, I don't know. Hopefully they'll last for them, but we'll see, you know. Uh, I know Fahey's music will last. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Charlie Lennon's will too, I think. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Charlie Lennon, yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, there's loads of There's Eddie Kelly over the way here mm-hmm. as well. There's loads of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, when are you going back over the border? Well, well, I don't know, we might do another hour or two here. <laughs> John, I genuinely want to thank you, and I've enjoyed it. Same as that. And, 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 and uh, thanks for everything you've done. No, no, no. No, no, no I'm not. I, I've I, done I, nothing, I've only enjoyed myself doing yeah, but, but, but That's you, the main you, thing. You, you talk about spirituality, you talk about soul. Oh, yeah. That doesn't appear out of nowhere. The Donovan did that, and, and you did that. And and yeah. Heidi did that, and you did that, and Mary Bergen did that, and you did that, yeah. and, and and Sean Ryan did that, and you did that, and everybody you've touched, everybody you played with, has yeah. played better because you were sitting beside them. And that, no, because they they yeah. th- those albums stand. The evidence is there. Yeah, there's no need to look for. I'm not. I don't blow up your whatever they say. In America, yeah, I'm not blowing up your ass. I'm trying to tell you that what you've done is so important because you've you've and this is important because I'm yeah. so proud to document. Yeah. You now, mm. everybody knows you at a time in their lives and your life. Yeah. But I'm very proud to be the one that documents you sitting here in La Parade with your two beautiful children and Louis <laughs> and everybody and, and you smile your head off and, and, yeah. and, and you, you know, there, there's something good going on. There is. Uh, I'm just thinking in life. Uh, the one thing I'm looking forward to now is the Arcadi reunion just love to get on that stage with them guys again yeah. and I often used to think of it when I was away on tour with Dead Allen mm-hmm. you know if we had the likes of Patsy Broderick here on the piano and mm-hmm. Jesus wouldn't it be great mm-hmm. she'd love it mm-hmm. I used to be thinking like that and I'd mm-hmm. be thinking of people back home mm-hmm. and because I was doing it I wanted them to be part of it I know and that's how I, I, you know I got all these together and I just waiting to to get that, you know, up to see one gig. I don't care. It made yeah. me happy. Yeah. Well, all I can say to you is, I wish you all the very <laughs> best with that. And then I never got as much per, uh, compliments. Well, I don't give it to everybody. I couldn't give a bollocks about most people, you know. But I do yeah. feel that's important for me. It's yeah. very important. And and I'm, I'm yeah. I started these 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 podcasts, and I didn't really know what I was doing. Now I've done eight. I do know what I'm doing now. You're doing the right thing because you're... Because I could 
speak to you freely. I'm talking to you. I'm not even realising it's a podcast, you see. Yeah. Do you know, I'm, I'm not thinking that there's other people going to be listening to it. But you see, that's what I, what I said to you. And that's, that's why you... It doesn't even have to be dramatic. That's why it's just that, that somebody can sit and have a coffee and almost yeah. be with us, having a coffee with us. After that, the kid. We're not after that, we're dramatic. But you are part of history, you know. And and, 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 and my history is, 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 is uh, of not, not so much the Don, but those characters, those beautiful characters, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, I remember uh, going up at Dalton, up in a bus up to Galway, and yeah. Jerry Carty and, and, and Mickey Finn uh, met us. And yeah. they didn't know who I was. I was 20 years old. Yeah. And they brought us after us coming to a flat show. Oh, and some, yeah. some, somebody drove us. And we drank for four days. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and I was young and I was, I was exactly where I wanted to be. Oh, My yeah. university was sitting beside Mickey Finn, yeah. watching his eyes twinkling <laughs> as he watched everybody in the room and his unique style of fiddle playing. And Jerry yeah. beside him and, 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 yeah. and the wildness... And the, the, the love, the love, and, 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 and just, you know, went back there uh, after four days. Them, them days, I keep remembering a lot about that, mm-hmm. them times. I remember the Roscommon flare you said there. I remember being up in one and strokes, strokes on or somewhere. And waking up in a field in the morning, you know, a sunny Sunday morning. Waking up and a cow licking my face, yes. right? And I dehydrated mm-hmm. and all this. I was with Peter Galligan. Peter Galligan, yeah. yeah and Peter was with me and we we'd no place to sleep. We just fucking went into a field, the Greengrass Hotel, we call it. But <laughs> so anyway, and then the farmer coming down and he he fucking brings us up and cook us a huge breakfast. I know. Now we you really, know, yeah. Yeah. We'll be friendly now, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was brilliant. And then we go t- for the day into the town and but I just watched that, and uh, you know, I was I, for me. It was like you, you, you were had that since you were all your life. You've had that, yeah. that, that camaraderie. I didn't, I, I didn't know where I was going, and until I found it, yeah. and 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 uh, you know, when when I looked at those guys in Galway, yeah. Bernard and Peter and Corky and everybody. Everybody, oh, when yeah. I walked up the street, I was in heaven because I like people. I like watching, yeah. and I love people that don't obey, don't obey the rules. You know, I, I found. I remember being in 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 in. Um, in see Vancouver. Oh yeah, yeah. And I loved Canada. I was up, I went over for a week, and I said for about three months, I I, I bought a fiddle and I went busking in Granville Street Market. Uh-huh. And I, I played this. I played at a bus stop, and I played the, the Irish washerwoman, and, uh-huh. and then they'd all get the bus. Yeah. And then I played the Irish washerwoman again, you know, <laughs> and and that, because it was a new crowd, and I uh-huh. danced because I didn't give a shit like I was. Free. But uh-huh. I, Martin Hayes was down in Seattle, and he he he, he gave me a shouting. Andrew Mack was there, and if you, but I remember the difference yeah. between the, the the beggars because I went oh, yeah. on the street yeah. in, in 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 Vancouver they were very meek, yeah, and they were very um, you know down the head down yeah. and oh yeah, and they went down to Seattle and they were angry, yeah, and I felt Galway was that had that absolute power. These people were the yeah. people we looked up to. There was never a sense that that the, the man drinking a bottle of wine on in a, in a shop front. He was as much and as, as noble a man uh, as, as a Lord Mayor. Yeah. And that's a fact. It is. I often talk to them. Of and course you did. And when you talk to them, it's great, the stories they have to tell. Yeah. And, you know, you might look at someone there and on the street and all this, but when you start talking to them, I've, I've done this many, many times, and I like talking to buskers as well. Yeah, of you course. Know, all the, 
people on the street. Jeez, uh, you know, tough times, I tell you, you know. Mm. And uh, but the stories that they'll tell you, the same story as me, mm-hmm. you know. Same story, except, you know, something went very wrong somewhere, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you try and help them a bit, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, these, there's a lot of drugs, you see. Mm-hmm. And we did drugs as well, like, mm-hmm. you know, cocaine and acid washed up, <laughs> never again. And, uh, you know, yeah. uh, loads of stuff. And it was actually pretty normal uh, growing up. Like, yeah, it was. again, it's, they don't yeah. talk about it because nobody wants to talk yeah. about it. But uh, it was, it was yeah. part of growing up. If you if you were anyway wild. Oh yeah. That's and you were wild. I was silly. Are you still wild? Do you think? No, no. Yeah. Well, maybe if I had a drink, lot of drink. No, 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 no. You see, that wouldn't be wild. <laughs> If you I, got drunk now, you wouldn't be wild. You'd be paying the hole. But yeah. if you, I, I can see you getting on the stage now in 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 in, in Kerry yeah. with Arcady, yeah. and there'll be a twinkle in your eye that yeah. the crowd will notice, yeah. and that's wild. That's enough now, you know. For for somebody mm. for somebody to, to to communicate, it's a different form of communication now. Mm. They're not the the crowd aren't all that. You know, no, they're they're all sober. They're all paying thirty million. It's a night out for them. They don't want to see it. Yeah, oh, I know. They, they want to see you play music, and, 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 yeah. and, but they also want to see the, 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 the humanity there. Yeah, tell them a few old stories or yeah. whatever comes into the head, you know. Of course. That's what I do. I know. You're doing a good job here tonight. I tell you. <laughs> I know, no. No. I remember we did, a, we did this concert in, in Belgium. No in, what, no, in Holland, I think it was. It was a festival with... Dead Arnhem was there and Alton and uh, there was a few good, all the top Irish bands and Arcady was there anyway. And we were going on after Dead Arnhem, right? Now the thing is, I got the band together but we had no rehearsal. Sean Kane was with us, Sean E. Kane and Connor Kane. Was Francis Black with you at the time? Uh, Sean and her together. There were, I think, yeah. No, I think it was Neve actually. Mm-hmm. It was Neve mm-hmm. that was with us, but John Kane was there as well, and Connor Kane and all of this, and Peter Handen was with us on guitar. Right, Nicola couldn't do it, so the next thing we had no fucking rehearsal, mm-hmm. none whatsoever. We had just got together, and we had about we had about forty minutes before we were going on stage. We'd only just arrived there, and we didn't have time to rehearse or practice anything. Mm-hmm. So I remember going out on the stage anyway, and uh, talking to the audience, and I started going on. And I said, we've been looking forward to this gig for years and years. And we hadn't been together, you see, for years, right? Mm-hmm. But I told you, I said, we haven't played for years, so we've been rehearsing. We've been practising for months and months and months for this gig, right? Mm-hmm. And all the boys were looking at Sean Kane, his legs were shaking. Mm-hmm. We're all shaking, nervous. And I just kind of, I said, so we hope you're going to enjoy it and all this. And, I, you know, I just, we made up the list as we went along. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, it went on. We did three fucking big encores, sort standing ovations and everything after the gig. Mm-hmm. But it was all ad lib. You know, yeah. I called Shawnee for a song. I called Connor for a slow air. Mm-hmm. Went down the bomb, like, mm-hmm. and of course the show, like, 
There was no rehearsal, there was no nothing. It was, if, it was natural. The and most if musicians natural. are on each other's side, it'll always work. But once we got the first mm-hmm. and second tune over mm-hmm. and pick, got people relaxed, mm-hmm. then it flows right. lovely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was just, it was great crack. Yeah. Thanks, John. Listen, I'll leave it there. Uh, We're not supposed to shake hands, but sure, what the hell? <laughs> if, if I'm gone, you know who to blame. <laughs> Yeah. Will, you, will you play us out with a, a, a few uh, baits, baits of the, of the gold? Because uh, will you play a bit of a jig? A jig. Yeah. I have to. Oh. Your best. We're, 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 Adam Shapiro has never played with John McDonough. I've never met Johnny McDonough tonight. And he didn't have a fiddle, but you, he's got to lend you his fiddle. And uh, we play out. And I want to thank everybody again for for listening and and uh, thanks for your support and. Uh, for me, I, I, I'm going to say it again because I love saying it. It's been a, it's been a huge pleasure and an honour to meet my friend Ringo. Well, right. it, for me, it's been an honour and a great pleasure and I'm delighted to be chatting with him. He's, he's really good to chat to, you know. And, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it very much and uh, hope you'll enjoy it as well. We'll try it. You too start much. away on the, on the bell on there, Johnny. And I'll just... I'll have to Thank you, mate.